what is up everyone welcome to the fight like hell podcast episode 47 holy shit i did not think we'd make it to 47 episodes austin what about you i know man we're, we're climbing up there we're not that far behind potty mouth yeah speaking of potty mouth considering mm. that this is a monday we're coming to you on january 24th 2022 in case you're listening to us in 2356 I think I didn't fuck that up. That's a crazy number. <laughs> but uh, anyways, we have one of the other co-hosts of Potty Mouth, Mr. Paul, the Alpha Instinct. What's up, dude? What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, the uh, the the browner half of the, uh, the the duo, I guess. The brains yeah, behind man. the podcast. Yeah, yeah, we're we're just talking about that. How like you pretty much do all the prep work, all the video work, all the audio work. And Spencer just shows up and rambles. Yeah. Me, actually, me and you are the same thing, Paul. We do all the work, and the other co-hosts just take all the credit. Yeah, it's it's not a fair it's not a fair trade. <laughs> I feel like no, that. no, it, it's hard. I mean, we 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 we've this is our like second year, come up to our third year, I think. Probably, I'm not sure, but um, uh, yeah, we we delegated the tasks, and it works out good. We we have fun. We're trying new things, but um, um main thing is just we just try to have fun so oh, it's, yeah. it's it's all good so in the spirit of learning new things and challenging uh you got to keep growing so i don't mind yeah. yeah i mean and you guys are you know actually have in-person guests and you guys are together hopefully me and rob will get there at some point uh yeah it's definitely uh <laughs> definitely different in person um uh, there's a vibe in us being in southern california it's kind of like a hub for people oh, yeah. tra- traveling in and out so uh I can't complain. You're going to meet new people, make a uh, network like crazy. Um, and, and people are excited to get their story out. So, and just have, and just have fun. So we, we try to bring something new like you guys, where it's just, uh, it's kind of uh, uh, off the cuff and a little more relaxed. Uh, not too much of that Q and a uh, type of stuff, but um, so it works out pretty good. So, so far, so good. Yeah. We haven't got banned off yet. <laughs> Hashtag canceled. Dude. <laughs> yeah, no, like, I, I was listening to your guys' uh, I think it was either it was either 57 or 56, one of your newest ones. Like I, I caught up and listened to the last two today while I was driving around. And uh I was like, these fuckers are gonna get demonetized, like playing all the, the music and stuff in the background, because we already had that happen to us. Like they took one of our entire episodes down for like but we were displaying shit. We were actually yeah. displaying the like ufc fight like part of it yeah yeah it's it's one of those things where you just kind of touch put a toe in the water and see what happens (laughs) see what happens (laughs) especially with youtube i can't believe how smart youtube is when you do it it knows there's a copyright infringement like it knows there's music like how it happened like i have i mean obviously how much money they have in that algorithm though dude that is just weird (laughs) it's just scary and i was listening to the latest joe rogan with uh uh He's a doctor, professor, and he was going into that stuff today. It was it was pretty gnarly. Uh, don't use Google. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Nowadays, go. though, yeah. Nowadays, though, everything's fucking tracked. Everything, every movement you do, every every little thing you look at is tracked. Oh, it's scary. It's scary. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Paul. Um, yep. do us a favor. Give us a little little backstory for those who don't listen to Potty Mouth. That way they kind of know who you are. Just a, a minor summary, and then we'll get into your full story here in a little bit. 
Yeah. Uh, once again, I'm Paul, aka the Alpha Instinct. Uh, just kind of a guy, just a just a dude. Um, joined the Navy at 18. Uh, it was always it was always uh, something I wanted to do since I was a kid. Um, joined in 2002. Uh, got out in 2006. Um, later in my life, had some some things. Uh, job in and out of jobs, uh, and then became a lineman. And uh, kind of got hurt. Got to, took, had to take some time off. Got hurt. Uh, kind of started dabbling in, in grilling and photography. And um, from that channel, I met my buddy Spencer. Um, and then we kind of started a podcast. So, in in a quick, long story short, that's that's my life, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, that that's a good summary. We like doing it at the beginning of episodes because I I don't know about you guys, but we ask people sometimes for like feedback mainly offline like we'll actually reach out to a couple of the people that are listening and uh i think it was like i can't remember who it was but one person was like you guys talk so much at the beginning and just bullshit so much we have no idea who your fucking guest is and it'd be nice to know who they are at the beginning so i can figure out if it's Before you get an hour in. interested yeah so no i get it, it we, you get we, caught up in the in the uh you forget that the audience knows nothing about your guest and you get caught right. up in the moment. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah, like we know you pretty well and uh, you know us pretty well. But a lot of people don't know that we all three know each other very well. <laughs> uh, uh, and I I just got a couple of new listeners that are probably listening for their first time this this episode. So I think it was important to make sure we knew who you were because someone was asking them. <laughs> she's like, well who's your guest? I'm like, well, if you listen to the podcast, you'll find out. <laughs> and you, you, and then at first, your first move would have been to say the guest name, but now you're, you're, you guys are becoming seasoned and you're like, uh, just go back to the podcast. And, the, and that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Just go to the podcast. Just go listen to it. it. Yeah. <laughs> and then one of the other things that we were talking about in the, we call it our little like green room is uh, it's so nice to see your face. Like, yeah, it is so nice to see Paul smile, his beard, his eyes. Yeah. Like it's crazy to see like a, a straightforward shot. Like I'm, I'm looking at Paul right now. I'm not used to this. Like I'm used to seeing those, those giant forearms like grilling and shit. And yeah, dude. Like or your your freaking awesome dog. Like you have such a handsome dog too. Husky, right? Yeah, he's a full Siberian Husky. Um, let me tell you a story, and I haven't shared this yet, so I'm kind of excited. So oh, my, the whole mystique, the whole don't show the face, <clears throat> it's it's been with me forever. Um, in high school, I was a junior. I was uh, I, I took a break or, or I was going to the bathroom or something like that, and the seniors were all lined up for their senior photo. Granted, I was a, I was a junior at this time. Um, my buddies were in the senior class, and they kind of they kind of invited me over, so. I snuck in there, and so in the in the class photo, I'm 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 with the seniors. So in my senior year, I was not in the yearbook. So ever since then, it was just kind of one of those things where I've just been a goofball, and uh, uh, I, I kind of enjoyed it. It was kind of funny. Um, and if you go to my page, the Alpha Instinct, you really don't see too much of me. Uh, um, the main goal for this uh, this page was to be an outlet and a way to express myself. So. Um, I, I try to stick to food. There's uh, my story's a little more, uh, a little more animated. 
but uh, as far as my post concerned, I, I just kind of stick to the food and, and my dog. And um, I, I kind of got some other stuff going on. Uh, I'll be sharing that. But um, as far as in my posts are concerned, so it, it's fun. Instagram has been fun, been <clears throat> nice to me. But um, uh, yeah, uh, I get people all the time saying uh, they're surprised when they see me or uh, kind of put two and two together. So it, it's pretty funny. It's pretty cool. Uh, I'll, I'll probably stay that way forever. So I don't think anyone, <laughs> anyone can talk me out of it. I mean, the first time I saw your face was like a Instagram story. I was like, oh, he does have a face. It's yeah. yeah. pretty funny. Yeah, no, and I'm I'm used to like if you're in a picture, it's usually like a side angle, like it's it's a it's a profile shot. It's not like straight on. So it's like really cool to like see you like make eye contact and have a conversation with you. Cause I mean, we've been friends for over a year now. Uh, through like socials and I don't know like I feel like I know you and Spencer really well even though we all have never met in person so it's cool to like have a face-to-face conversation kind of it doesn't help when I get a guy who's in the other side of the camera being Spencer and when he's a camera whore uh, and and he loves he loves the camera he does good Uh, we'll link up from time to time and take some photos and it works out pretty good Uh, so but yeah I, I like being behind the camera and uh, it's kind of weird being on this side of the mic as a guest. So uh, that's why I'm drinking yeah. a, little, a little heavy tonight. <laughs> hey, man. Are you cheers, nervous dude. or something? We're... No, it's just uh, – <laughs> I told you guys, there's, I, I'm not very cool. There's nothing nothing cool to my story. Uh, so, I mean, to to get me on as a guest is kind of weird. But, I'll, hey, man, I get it. Let's hang out. Yeah. No, honestly, man, like – some of our guests that have said that they thought they weren't going to be interesting guests have actually turned out to be some of our, our better episodes to be completely last honest. Episode. Who, whose last Tony. episode? That was Tony. Tony. Yeah. Tony. Yeah. Well, Tony was welcome, really good. Welcome to earth, Rob. Dude, I forget everything, man. I have brain damage, <laughs> dude. So, and we've been doing this a lot. So that's his know. excuse. At least. Yeah. No, it doesn't. But I mean, like, yeah, I mean, everything kind of blurs together at a certain point, too. Like, I know you get it because you guys constantly are cranking out episodes, too. But um, let's get into some of our our segments and let's go first into uh, weekend adventures. So I usually like to start this off with, like, Austin, what did you do this weekend? Same old shit as usual. Yep, same old shit as usual. I mean, Next next weekend I plan on doing some shit. What are you doing game? next weekend? Well, Friday's yeah. my birthday, so. Oh yeah. Oh man. shit! Yeah, that's right. That's probably gonna be thirty. I'll be I'll be thirty years old on Friday. Man. No, there's no looking back. I know, right? Yep. Yep. What are you gonna do? Um. Yeah. I, I mean, so I plan on going to see the new Spider-Man probably. Big that's Spider-Man. a weekend adventure. Well, and then, um, I don't know, we'll figure it out from there. I mean, I know that's one of the things we're going to do, though. We have different ideologies on weekend adventures. I know, Rob, it's okay. But you're in Wyoming, right? Or no, he's in the Grand Canyon. No, you, Austin. I'm in Oregon. Oh. <laughs> I used to be in Wyoming. I might, oh, okay. I might 30 minutes from the That's how the Oregon. stories got twisted. Oh, how are you guys talking shit on California and you're in Oregon, Austin? I'm in the good part. There's there's no good part. He's lying. I'm not I'm not in Portland, so we're good. 
So, better... all right. A weekend Rob, adventure. Are, are you going Go with your? I, oh, no, are you going with yours? With what? Your weekend adventure. I'm still. I guess I'm I, still in the show. No, we're gonna ask Rob, you. Guys. Paul's taking over. He's trying to take over our podcast. <laughs> Paul's afraid yeah. to start hosting. Paul, <laughs> take off your host hat. <laughs> Take off your host hat. Let us interview you. All right. All right so, <laughs> what did you say at the beginning? You're, I was like, dude, I'm so excited to have you on, man. I've been waiting for this. This is going to be awesome. You're like, what did you say about like, don't let me let you down or like, it might be disappointing or something like that? Low expectations. Low expectations. All right. Low expectations on this episode. The whiskey is flowing. You're drinking Sister Dale. I cracked open a bottle of Angel's Envy. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I already forgot. Jeez. Yeah, I forget everything. <laughs> uh, anyways, what were you up to last weekend and or what do you got coming up this weekend? Uh, last week was pretty chill. Um, I owed some photos to a few companies. So uh, uh, took some took some photos, took some content. Uh, I'll be going through that. Um, hung out with the wife, hung out with the dog um she decided she wanted to clean the garage so it was uh <laughs> it was you a, love it when they do that yeah it was great <laughs> so uh it was, I, I encourage uh that spring cleaning a little early and then get that trash can and just start throwing everything away uh but then there were some good football games on too so the playoffs were yeah on. we're gonna actually i have that in trending news actually that we're gonna talk about okay cool yeah, yeah. so i that's all i did uh just, but for me that's good you know sitting back grilling Hanging out at the house, I'm fine with that too. So, okay, what about what you? Were, um, what were some of the things that you were grilling over the weekend? Uh, let's see. I did a queso. Um, so a cheese. A queso. A what? Stop queso? saying shit like we know what you're queso? talking about. Que- queso. Wait, queso. Queso. Wait. Queso. We're not Mexican here. We don't know what you're saying. Queso. <laughs> This is an English podcast. <laughs> no. uh, I love Mexican food, but I have no idea what you're saying. That, that's pretty wide as it gets. I mean, you can get queso, queso at uh, Taco Bell. Uh, yeah, Austin ate this weekend. Yeah, good old Oregon Mexican food, huh, Austin? Hey, I love Mexican food. Yeah, fuck yeah. It's good shit. Uh, yeah, I did some, uh, some queso and... Uh, <laughs> I'll be working on that reel. Um, what else did I do? Uh, New York Strip. So it's pretty chill. Uh, I got some some other kind of new products that uh, this company gave me, and I'm trying to trying to rack my brain on how to incorporate that. But it was kind of an easy day. So, but I, I love it. I mean, I could sit obviously behind the grill all day. Yeah. What's your favorite thing to grill? Oh, tri tip. Tri tip. Yeah, that's that's always good. Tri tip or ribeye? Yeah, it's my specialty. That's kind of what. Uh, Got Spencer on, on my my fan club. I grilled him a ribeye, and he he about ate the bone. So yeah, yeah it was pretty good. Do you have a Traeger, or what do you use? Uh, so I started off with a smoker. I got a Green Mountain Grill smoker. Um, just mm-hmm. it's kind of like it's like a Traeger if you're not familiar. Yeah, uh, yeah, just pellet grill. Yeah, I know it is that pellet grill. Um, from there you kind of feel a little weak and 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 <laughs> and uh, not so primal. So I I moved over to a um weber kettle um and it's just your basic dome uh grill charcoal and, and i love it I, I love it i, I cook 90 percent of my my meats on there 
Uh, Weber Kettle's tried and true. It's won national championships in state competitions um, with a few accessories, but I love it. There's no moving parts. It doesn't break. Uh, hose it off, fill it back up, and you're ready to grill again. And, you know, they cost $200. So I, I've sold probably about 10 of them on my own. So I'm waiting for Weber Weber to hook me up with some, uh, <laughs> some residuals. But, right. uh, but uh, yeah, for the most part, my pellet grill just kind of sits there and I'll use it from time to time. So it's a good, uh, it's a good Dutch oven. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people that do easy. like grilling for like professionally use the Weber kettles. Yeah, Weber kettles are uh, there's a peak. Another one that's really good is a PK grill. Uh, same concept where it's a two, two where you can bust it up in two zones, uh, indirect to direct heat. That's that's kind of primarily how I cook. So, uh, but I won't bore you guys with all that science. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, no, 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 still- no. Actually. I have a bunch of questions on it, but we wanted to bring up your page. So oh, shit. Let's look at amazing some amazing food photography here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, click on, click on that steak at the top. Which one? And then one? I had a question for you, Paul. Yeah. Uh, no, no. The one with the green sauce. Oh, oh this one bro. with the chimichurri. Yeah. Jalapeno. It's a jalapeno oh. chimichurri. Oh, jalapeno chimichurri. Yeah. There you go. Got that good. Dude, reload rub is absolutely amazing. Like I use those whenever I made burgers. We use those on our burgers, and we put them on the Traeger. So we and this is so so good. Yeah, reload. They're great, great people. Joel and Stacy, they're awesome. Uh, yeah. And those rub, those rubs are just fire. Yeah, they're amazing. So my my question to you is, um, what? What type of charcoal do you use? Um, I'm assuming you don't use like lighter fluid. Like, what's what's some of the tricks to like charcoaling, like grilling? Because I know how to smoke, I know how to grill with gas, but I'm not good with charcoal. Good question, Rob. Uh, I I I kind of pride myself on on what's easy, and I'm I'm super a convenient guy. If it's on my way home, then I'm I'm all about it. So uh, my wife likes to drive out of the way to to go ten different places for. Austin's shaking his head, but, uh, uh, charcoal super easy. A lot of people are, are discouraged by it. It's a messy or it's this and that. Um, it, I, I pre-light it in a chimney, uh, to answer your question, Rob, I use, um, uh, either Kingsford's a good br- briquette charcoal. You can find it everywhere. Um, I, I kind of like mm-hmm. that con- consistency. Uh, but the king of charcoal is a lump charcoal. Uh, it burns good. It's hot. Um, it, it burns for a long time and you can control it, uh, really good. Um, there's some, uh, some, some interesting stuff that is said to be in briquette charcoal. So, I mean, I don't know, by this time in my life, I've probably eaten worse and inhaled right. some worse shit. So, uh, but lump charcoal, I, I usually use a uh, cowboy charcoal. Um, it, it's, 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 it's good stuff. It's real. You'll, sometimes you'll get big sticks or, or, or little twigs, but, uh, uh, that stuff's pretty good. I put it in a chimney. And uh, I, I don't use lighter fluid. Um, they have uh, starters. Um, you can use uh, like a wax starter or like a little uh, more natural uh, fiber kind of starter. And I just use that. And uh, once the uh, the chimney turns, once the charcoals turn like a white type of bluish uh, ash, then they're they're good to go. And you put them at, uh, in the Weber kettle or whatever grill you have. And uh, you kind of the kind of rule is to uh, put them in the, in the grill and set it for about 10 minutes to let it uh, just kind of pan out and get the, te- the temperature it needs to be. Uh, I let the vent open up. And uh, like I said, most of the time I, I use a two uh, uh, indirect 
to direct grill method, which means I, I put all my charcoal on one side um, um, and it works out good. I can control it and uh, I like stuff with a char. Um, so, but my, my biggest uh, um, tip is uh, use a thermometer. So uh, grill for temperature, not for time. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I recently got a thermometer for my <coughs> grill and, and uh, yeah. my steaks have been coming out better. Plus I think you saw like, I did like a, a salmon recipe the other day that came out pretty fucking good with um, ended up putting down like a bunch of oranges on, on the grill as like the, the plate for it. And we ended up making, it was bourbon uh brown sugar bacon bites like chopping up bacon and i can't remember what else mixed into it like i think maybe it was like a cinnamon we kind of did that as like a glaze for the top of the salmon and it was pretty fucking good <clears throat> i almost felt as cool as you almost. <laughs> almost salmon's the way to go salmon is so good and you can you can salmon takes on its flavor and that that brown sugar on salmon Oh gosh, it's so good, mm -hmm. and that, that's a good call using the uh, the oranges as a as a is it like a Plate little yeah like an in inhibitor of the the flame or the heat source is cool. So yeah, I mean, thank you Instagram because I found like a fifteen <laughs> second reel on it. I was like, we're gonna try this, and uh, there was a lot of fuck ups along the way, and then the videos that went online looked amazing, and it actually tastes amazing. But like getting like the proper like mixture of the glaze was such a pain in the ass because we're using like a cast iron uh skillet we're trying to like get like the right consistency and then first we overboiled it and then we undercooked it and then we added too much sugar and like <laughs> after like the third time like because the guy's like doing it in like two seconds he's like add sugar add this add that and then boom, voila, done. I'm like, motherfucker, like, give me some real details. <laughs> That's kind of the bad thing about Instagram cook videos. They make they make it look pretty easy. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, sometimes it, you need that step in between. But a uh, quick tip is watch out when you use like a glaze or anything sugar sugar based. It it'll, it will burn. You know, you'll you'll burn it. Um, so you gotta. That's kind of why you have to play with the uh, internal temp and understand. Uh, what your end process is and, and what you want, or you can do a tri tip and just cook it indirect, and it'll taste. It'll you'll meet you have the inside temperature right, but the the outside is gonna look raw as fuck, and it's not very appealing. So uh, that's because I made that mistake before. So <laughs> <laughs> learning along the way. Oh, All yeah. right. So where do you like? So where do you get most of your recipes? Is it just from the top of your head, or? Um. Yeah. Good question. Um. Yeah. Most of the top of my head. Um. And kind of cool thing is, is my, my following is a lot of the, the, the Eastern or the central part of the United States. So mm. some of the, some of the flavors and the style of cooking I'm used to, it's, it's, it's my second nature. Um, I like to incorporate kind of my style, what I've been brought up to um, my dad. Uh, I, I have very fond memories of my dad cooking on a gas grill, uh, carne asada, if you will. And, uh, and he'd have, he'd have Coors lights and he was always let me sip on the Coors light at a young age and, uh, those are kind of some of my cool memories with my dad of of hanging out and barbecuing with him. So, um, but just those kind of those those recipes or those flavors that that, that I grew up with and my family used. Uh, obviously, me being Mexican, have a, a little bit of more of a culture flair. Uh, so I'm trying to incorporate those in my dishes. But yeah, I mean, I, I still I get inspired by other uh, food bloggers or, or recipes. 
Um, I like to try to combine some. I like to try to be outside the box, but uh, most of the time it's it we're just copycatting each other, and there's only so many ways so many ways you can you can cook a ribeye, but uh, right. <laughs> or a whole chicken. But uh, I, I I fun. I, I love it, and uh, you're gonna eat at some point, so might as well make it fun and make it sexy. Right. And then another question was, um, have you ever thought about doing like catering or anything? Or is that our food truck or is that off or is that completely left field for you? No. Uh, the, I, I think when you start off and when people really celebrate your food um, and that's kind of what it where where food is really great. Um, I, I really do feel like even though I, I do co-host the podcast and I'm coming on here with you guys, I feel like I do have a a uh, social gap. Uh, I'm not socially out, outgoing. I don't talk to people online. I don't talk to people at the gym. I just kind of mind my own business and I do my thing. Uh, Mm -hmm. But for somehow on on a podcast, I could turn it on. Um, But uh, my main thing, I, I stick to my goal for Instagram. It was meant to, to share a passion of mine and to express myself um, on a way I I don't think I could have verbally. So um, it's open doors. Yeah. Food's open doors. Um, uh, to, to many places that I, I didn't think I can go, um, just because of interacting with people, it, it's a great icebreaker. Um, but to answer your question, Austin, I, I've never really thought of a, of a food truck or catering. Um, I've always wanted to keep this a passion project. I think once you put money involved in anything, yeah. you, you can kind of lose that, that, that passion. Uh, but people, you know, people do it all the time. They're super passionate about going to, going to work and doing everything, but I'm happy with being a backyard barbecue. I've had opportunity to do some classes, uh, or host some stuff. I still might take those opportunities, um, but if they don't happen, it, it's totally fine with it. I, I love cooking for my family. I love cooking for friends. Uh, I love when my dad comes over. I love to wow people. Um, so it, it, it's pretty cool. It's pretty fun. It's a cool hobby. Um, I, I love meat. Um, so it, not in a non-perverted way, Rob. <laughs> I was going to say, you were in the Navy, the same thing, so it's okay. Navy over here. We'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into how much you really love the meat. I love and cooking. He, lo- he loves his semen. It's okay. I, lo- I love cooking. Yeah! <laughs> and then the, other, the last one I want to ask is, what about a cookbook? Uh, good question. Yeah, that's kind of that's every. Go. That's like every barbecuers and cooks. Like. Yeah, it, it is. Um, but uh, to, for me, the photography, the, uh, and a little bit of the videos, uh, the reels of, of, or the videography, um, are, are kind of where my passion is. Um, there's kind of a theme kind of different that sets, I, th- I think it's a little different from other food bloggers is I, I try to show more like a more intimate side. Um, I know it sounds kind of weird, but, uh, there's <laughs> with, with the that intimate side of your meat. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Just a different side. Uh, uh, I, maybe with my angles or with my color scheme or, or uh, just kind of how I shoot with, with my hand or my arms in the photo, uh, just kind of stuff like that. Kind of, I, it just kind of comes natural and I try to shoot it that way, but uh, I, in, in the near future, I don't, I don't, I don't know if a uh, cookbook's in my, my, uh, my, my future there, but it'd be kind of fun. But uh, right now my passion is just cooking, cooking in the backyard and, and uh, taking the photos. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, I definitely think you could do a cookbook good. Especially with your photos, save some money there, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, do you know who, do you know who Dennis the Prescott is? Uh, yeah, yeah, Dennis. Okay, yeah. I, 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 I figured. I mean, so. yeah, he's got he's got a great style, uh, lay flat style, um, very yeah. open, open, um, open style, really cool. It, and that's 
the preparation it takes for that is, is amazing. Um, obviously, he's probably uh, making a killing for his uh, – well, he's probably at, what, almost a million or no? Or he's at 200? Well, he, has, he, has, he, has he has two Netflix shows. Oh, see, there you go. Yeah. So oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> and, he start, but he started out the same way you did. Yeah. Like he started out just doing it for fun. And then now he's uh, huge. I, I think that's how all of us kind of start. And it's just kind of yeah. what, and, and, and Rob, I mean, you kind of told your line in that with that, how you wanted to, to progress your page where, where you went with a title or not. And yeah, I, I think that's kind of going with the title. <laughs> yeah. It, but it, it's kind of sets yourself up. Like, what do you want it to be? You want it to be something fun or is it something you, you stress about and you, you're, you're trying to monetize either way. It's good. But I think once you, once you make the commitment to either keep it fun or monetize it, you, you got to go all in, but you yeah. have to understand you can lose that, that passion. So mm-hmm. in yeah. my opinion, mine, mine was from the angle of, um, I got a buddy out here who ended up, I, I think I told you guys, he ended up getting the Sony a seven four, like the, the brand new camera that came out in December. And he's been handling the photography. He's been doing a lot of the videography. I don't know if you've seen, like you've seen some of my reels or whatever, like they definitely have progressed. Uh, Jordan, Jordan, uh, the one legged, uh, I can't remember what's his wonder. Yeah, one legged wonder called me yesterday and we're bullshitting because like we might meet up in a couple weeks. And he's like, Rob, he's like, I gotta tell you something. He's like, I don't mean this disrespectfully. Your content's gotten a lot better. <laughs> he's like, whatever you're doing for like photography and videos, he's like, it just looks a lot smoother, a lot nicer. And and part of that, and that's why I reached out to you and Spencer on it too, is because like I want to dip my feet into it. And then if I can figure out a way to monetize it or somehow monetize the drone footage and maybe do either mapping or I don't know exactly what I want to do with it, but I don't want it just to be like a page about Allie and I, like, Oh, I guess it is a page about Allie and I, but <laughs> I, I don't know. Like it's, it's more of like, I'm doing all the fucking cool traveling out here and shit. And I'm trying to showcase it because truthfully, like, I want anyone to see that and think that they can do it. And I want people to come out and visit. Uh, I was telling Austin the other day, I've already had four people come visit me out here. And and I'm pretty sure three of them, you know, Paul, just because we're all like mutual friends and shit. And it's been so much nicer being, take that back five, because Carla brought a girlfriend with her. Um, I've had more people visit me here because, you know, you were saying like LA is kind of a hub. Um, Arizona definitely has a hub vibe too. I mean, I got Spencer's like four hours south of me from Invicta. And I just want people motivated to like get outdoors and see the national parks and do shit outside because, you know, I obviously have the passion about like suicide awareness would save our six. So I'm trying to like tailor it in that angle. And if I monetize it in some way, cool. If I don't like, it's not the end of the world. I already make pretty good money at my job, but yeah. So no, I get it. No, you're right. Um, It's a form of expression for you. And like you said, as a vet or just trying to get mental uh, self-care or mental help 
to to yourself and to other guys it's it's important it's important you express yourself the way you feel right um i do it through my food like i said i i feel like uh, it helps me bridge a gap that i, I can't get verbally um mm-hmm. and um that i didn't realize until i started cooking so uh you know and i do i enjoy the indoor outdoors as much as you do um and, and being in arizona yeah. being in arizona it's pretty it's pretty awesome it's pretty unique so and for yeah. the record, for the record, I'm closer to San Diego than I am LA. So uh, <laughs> you you don't count that, man. Isn't isn't California all LA? Fuck, yeah, like thing. Yeah. Fuck LA in San Francisco. I do not I do not go to LA if I don't have to. Uh, it's okay. I feel you, Paul. It's like yeah. saying all. It's the like same Oregon, it's just Portland. Well, it is, but it is. It is. <laughs> We've already discussed this. Well, actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, actually, i i did um I did a cybersecurity boot camp in San Diego, and it was I was out San there Diego. for. Yep, I was Diego. out there for like eight or nine days, and it was fucking awesome. Like so many breweries, uh, so many places. Like coming from Alaska to go to that place, it was just like <clears throat> overload. Yeah, San Diego's a beautiful city. Um, unfortunately, politics take its toll on and ruin everything. What is that? Oh yeah, everything woke turns the shit. Uh, but San Diego is still kind of it's kind of free. They have their they have a they've had some problems with their mayor and 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 all that kind of stuff. But uh, San Diego's beautiful. Um, and where Spencer and I are at, where I, where I live, it, it's an hour from the beach, an hour from the mountains, an hour from the desert. An hour from a city, uh, choose whatever you want to eat. You're going to have the best of anything. Uh, so it, it's, uh, it's yeah, a hard. That's yeah. the only good thing about California is the food scene. Yeah. Oh, it's the only, only good thing about California. <laughs> no, 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 dude. I, I would go with what Paul was like leaning on there. They literally have all the environments. You know, you have, you have desert, you have mountains, you have beach, you have cities. Like it's, California is legit and you know like millions and millions of people were constantly moving there until kind of like government got involved and shit went sideways and you guys had all these crazy fucking mandates and I guess you can't even get a U-Haul really yeah you can't even get a U-Haul they're all just leaving uh it's the only time in like 10 years that we've had a a negative or a drop in population people not moving here so people are leaving by the droves they're they're getting Everybody's out of like, here Fuck you, California. yeah but you hear a lot of people saying like if you're coming from california to our spot don't bring your fucking politics right like you you voted for that i know shit, they're all moving would... up here yeah <laughs> yeah they're they're moving they're moving to uh oregon they're moving to nevada they're moving to arizona they're moving to Texas, like the Austin area, and like yeah. Arizona minus uh, like Flagstaff is is a pretty right leaning state, um, which has been nice coming from like a military background and going somewhere where I feel like I fit in. But every time I go to Flagstaff, or even out here sometimes in the Grand Canyon, I would say I count probably about like fifty to a hundred California plates a day, and I'm like, is this motherfucker visiting or <laughs> leaving? No, right. shake them, right. shake, shake them down. Give them the shake rundown. Them Get the fuck no. out of my town. Yeah, make sure they. I pass mean, you them. also, you also live at like one of the most visited spots in like the United States. I don't give a fuck. This is where I live. They need to leave. <laughs> did you see, did you guys see like 
like when I when I was first doing the whole entire like I live in the Grand Canyon, I live in Arizona, this place is awesome. And then someone messaged me who lived here, and they're like, Rob, please stop telling everyone how fucking cool <laughs> Arizona is. Like you're Terrible. gonna influence people there. to fucking move here. So then I started making videos about how like Arizona is fucking terrible. Don't fucking move here unless you're on a list. I'm on undis- proof by Allie and I. I'm in an undisclosed location. Right. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, there's only there's only five million people a year that visit the Grand Canyon. So God dang. <laughs> so that's it. We on one of the episodes we did with Sam, um, the Canadian chick. Uh, we were doing like top visited places in Canada, top visited places in America from like a foreigner perspective, like either going to Canada or being from anywhere in the world. The number one place in the world that people want to visit, we thought was going to be like New York City. It wasn't. It was in Grand Canyon. Like if I go out that window and walk like five minutes, <laughs> it's like somewhere over there. Somewhere over there. <laughs> it's, it's a it's, really it's, deep hole. It's wild. People, it's um, and like the desert we have over here, we have a Joshua tree, and the yeah. Joshua, the Joshua tree is like where all the hippies go. Yeah, uh, I mean, <laughs> but, but I want to go. It's beautiful and the sunsets. Um, the Joshua tree is like a it's a protected uh, species, if you will, and mm-hmm. uh, and people from other countries they they love they love that desert scene, and they're just not acclimated to to all these types of climates we have here in California. So. Just put them in Death Valley for a week, and then it'll be good. No, I want to go take some photos out there. Uh, obviously, <laughs> not, you're, not you're in, the, in the middle uh, of summer, right? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm I'm going. Uh, I'm going next month, probably. Um, how far of a drive is it for you? Because it's like four or five for me. Oh, uh, it's probably uh, six, I think. So you're probably closer. Yeah. yeah. Um. Good luck. You should. Yeah. No, I want to go before it gets hot out there. That's like. I have a fucking like playlist of shit. Like almost every other weekend I'm in a, a different either national park, state park, or anywhere from southern Utah to anywhere in Arizona. We're in New Mexico. Yeah, just I, I want to get out and get as much like drone footage as possible. And that's been challenging quite a bit too. And you you put up some good drone content the other day uh yeah it's not too i don't uh i use my drone a lot a little more for work uh but for my page it's a little it's a little hit or miss trying to incorporate it's kind of fun so uh uh, but i do like to incorporate it it's good b-roll um into any kind of uh photo or the real or anything you got sorry i'm feeling this whiskey already but uh (laughs) slurring the words when are you gonna go pee can we can we talk about your no i'm good no as soon as you leave the pee I, I I was telling you guys in the green room if if as long as I don't with the thing with Spencer and I is we pregame and while while we set up I have a Coors Light or some type of light beer Bush Light or uh, something and whatever is in light beer it just runs right through me so I'm on whiskey kick right now um, so I'm good but actually uh, I'll be starting 75 hard on February 1st so oh, I've been shit. I've been prepping myself with a gallon of water. I feel fucking amazing, but god damn, a gallon of water is it, it's a brutal. lot. It's a lot. It yeah. sucks. Yeah. Yeah. That, I that heard was you me. mention it. Yeah, that was my Rob's biggest like hurdle, you know, or the only thing we did not like. Was, yeah. yeah it's Dude, way too trying good. to play in a hockey tournament 
when you're like the starting center or like the second line center. So literally have the most ice time. I'm like taking a face off, getting ready to take a face off. I'm like, fuck, I got to piss so goddamn bad right now. Austin, was that the first flex for Rob? Was that flex number one? I mean, ah, there we, go. <laughs> we started at flex jar, was through. You guys started a flex you know jar. Austin, Austin doesn't know because he doesn't keep up with your episodes. Like, that's the difference. Like, that's fine. I that's fine. support you I'm guys. I'm way behind. I'm, I'm literally wa- wearing a Send Butter shirt. I know you're technically not Send Butter, but shout out, Spencer. I have no mine in my shout closet. Outs. There you go. <laughs> no free shout outs. <laughs> no, yeah, the, ga- the gallon the gallon is hard. And anyone who drinks gallon of water or half gallon is, you're my idol. But I, I'm, I, it might be a lifestyle change for me because I love the way I feel. I love the way uh, my energy is, natural energy. And I feel like my workouts have gained that much more uh, of uh, intensity and my muscles feel a lot more dense. Uh, so I think it was kind of my missing, my missing key, my missing uh, leg to the, uh, to the uh, pyramid, I guess. Like, oh, pyramids don't have I, legs, but. <laughs> I mean, I, I drink, I drink water in the form of coffee. <laughs> That's not, that dehydrates you, dumbass. <laughs> Coffee dehydrates you. What's coffee called? A a, uh, diuretic. That's yeah, yeah, literally a diuretic because it it flows through you. It's not keeping your hydration, Austin. Yeah. Um. Well, hang on. That Invicta bourbon pecan coffee. Ooh. I'm not a big. I'm not big on like pecan foo foo shit, but that bourbon (laughs) pecan. <laughs> yeah, the bourbon pecan coffee hits. So glad you brought that up because the next thing that we're actually gonna do is a promo. And uh like you guys, I thought you were gonna we say have co- an official coffee enema. Oh. <laughs> well, you have to do that live on the podcast, Paul. We're gonna do it afterwards. <laughs> we're gonna do an Instagram live and you're gonna do a coffee enema and we're gonna at Invicta. anyways before this gets off too off the rails and we fuck this up we forgot to do at the beginning of our episode our official sponsor of the podcast and that is uh invicta coffee right now if you guys want to receive uh a percentage off of some amazing coffee as paul was just bringing up please go to invictacoffee.co is it .co? My fucking up. It's .com. .com. No, I'm thinking of like a Were different company that we work with. <laughs> Whatever, man. I'm thinking of another company, that pet company. And I'm a little bit buzzed from the fucking whiskey. Um, so go there. Use our promo code Fight Like Hell. It's not the F. F what? F what? F. F L H dyslexia is kicking in too. No, it's it's actually just uh, use, the promo code. <laughs> use the promo code fight like hell and save some money. Uh, the cool thing about Spencer is if you go back, I think like three episodes we had him on. He's also from Arizona. He's a former infantry guy. Um, you know, automatically better than Navy. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> whoa, shots fired. <laughs> and, uh, He's been running his his coffee to help uh, reduce like suicide awareness. Veteran owned coffee, really fucking cool, dude. We support, and that's pretty much the coffee I drink every fucking morning now. So, 
There we go. That was our promo. Good Kill, job. Killed it. Dude, that was the most fucked up promo I've ever done. You're gonna was, have to I, you're gonna have to pay him to, to <laughs> Hey man, to. I ever so I was I was listening to your guys' podcast today, like episode fifty-seven, I think it was. Yeah. And I'm listening to Spencer do like the promos at the beginning. And I'm like, he sounds so fucking professional now. Because like at the beginning, like your first like handful of episodes. When you guys start getting sponsors, I'm like, yeah, they're just bullshitting their way through this, but they're getting the information out and, th- and that's funny content. But like, I was like sitting there in the back of my head trying to remember a couple of things like Spencer said in his promotion. And I'm like, no, but I got to do it my promotion. So I was like confusing myself while I was doing the promotion. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, podcasting is a learning experience experience uh it's trial and error experience 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 spanglish (laughs) experience.com shout out free experience um yeah trial trial and error is podcasting um so i think we might we may have hit a groove uh we're kind of working on some things we did some rebranding after the year so it's always good to kind of step back and reevaluate and uh we kind of came together and and trying to give uh Dispense the sponsors a little, a little dispensers. Dispensers a little more credit. Yeah. What we're gonna do is we're just gonna equip your ad from your podcast and put it on ours. There we go. Do it, do it man. That's fine. And, uh, and then we'll next, like at the, at the and at the end when it's like and use potty mouth, we'll just be like uh fight like hell. <laughs> and then it goes back to Spencer. That's the best. Yeah, that uh, coffee, the coffee's amazing, and it's for a good cause. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. And speaking of military, let's get into like your backstory a little bit more in detail. Because I mean, I know that you bring it up on potty mouth. But I also feel like you guys concentrate on your guests so much that I haven't heard like a full detailed story about your military background. And like, I would love to dive into that and talk about like how many seamen military background. Yeah, how you uh, found your love for me. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Rob. Uh, yeah, I'd be happy to. I'm, su- I'm super proud of my service. Um, from a young age, I always remember, remember dressing up as a uh, in camouflage, uh, loving the movies. Uh, I knew from an early age it was it was going to be something I wanted to do. Um, as far as the Navy was concerned, I. Um, I, I knew I was going to go to the service at what branch I, w- I was going to go into. It, it didn't really matter. Um, I met with the Marine recruiter. I met with the Army recruiter. Um, and I, then I finally met with the Navy recruiter. Um, and he's like, if you want to travel, here's here's your ticket. And which is kind of good, um, you know, uh, hindsight. I did the most traveling that I could ever imagine. Um, it seems like all you fucking Army guys either go to Georgia or Germany. So, uh, um <laughs> uh, uh, it was, it was, it was pretty good. You know nothing. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. So, um, I was a senior in high school, September 11th, 2001. Um, I was getting, I remember like yesterday I was, I was getting ready for, uh, for school. And, uh, obviously the, the twin towers, uh, were, were taken down by terrorists. Um, it was still, uh, still kind of a, a new thing for us to kind of digest it for it was for me to digest at that age um about what what 
impact to that those events would would happen. Uh, obviously, now uh, I have opinion about that day and what happened, um, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, so I was 17 at that time. Um, I went to the recruiter just to speed things up and um, went down, took my ASVAB. Actually, I took my ASVAB when I was in school. Uh, I don't know how you guys did it, but uh, I scored bad. And I, I, got, I, got, I got my ASVAB score because I wanted to get out of class. So I scored really low. Um, so uh, I tried to take my ASVAB again. And then my recruiter was like, no, you, you can't take it again. You're going to score worse. Uh, so I kind of went in. What I the kinda, fuck? That's a that fucked up no thing sense. to say to someone. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah was, <laughs> that's terrible. I, and this is my story is going to get weirder and you guys are going to be surprised that I'm still super. Now, the question is, did you take it on a computer or did you take it with pencil and paper? The first time uh, in um, to age myself. Yes, I did take it on pencil and paper. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I am. Yes, I am 38 years old. Um, I'm older than you, man. man. Fuck yeah. Old guys rule. Uh, yep. Anyways, so I went in under a program. I don't know if the Navy still has it, but it's uh, it's undes- undesignated. Um, so you kind of go in, just kind of a, sh- a crap shoot. You get to choose, uh, choose your rate, uh, choose your rate, choose your fate, as they say in the Navy. Um, so I ended up leaving to boot camp on September tenth, two thousand and two. Arrived to boot camp September eleventh, two thousand and two. So um, uh, a year after uh, the terrorist attacks, nine eleven. Um, it was a it was a big deal. It just happened that way too. It was a, d- a date I choose. I could have either ch- left September uh, that day, September 11th, or uh, it was like October 20th, and I, I was ready to go. It was the soonest day I can I can I could I could have uh, uh, left. Um. Uh, yeah, I got to boot camp, did my thing. Um, like I said, got in undesignated. Uh, my first command was the USS Ticonderoga CG 47 at Apascagoula, Mississippi. Uh, it's one of the first Ticonderoga class. It was the first Ticonderoga class, uh, cruisers. Um, it was a first combat Navy vessel with, uh, Aegis combat system, which is just uh, a cool, uh, a cool way to track and guide enemy, uh, targets. Um, um, I was with that ship until decommissioned 2004. Uh, but in that time we did some, uh, some drug operations in the Gulf of Mexico. Super cool, super cool experience. Uh, uh, went everywhere from Hawaii to Puerto Rico to Colombia. Um, man, it was just, it was just wild. I got some crazy photos. Uh, but like I said, Ticonderoga decommissioned in 2004. Uh, from there I went to the Benfold DDG 65. Um, it's a, it was the 15th ship in the early. What oh, do all these, like, what do all these numbers mean? Like you're talking to a bunch of dumb grunts, like we're <laughs> infantry. And, and what, honestly, like, what was your like job most, too? Like, like Navy people, like they say all these ships. I was like, how the fuck do you remember? What those? the fuck does that even mean? Like break this down. Like realize that like, first off, army's better minus in football. But um, second off, no, like I, I do have an, I have an interest in it. Like I actually want to catch some of this. So, when you, I had one question before the story like wanders too deep into it. Yep. You said that you went into basic unassigned. So, like, you didn't have, do you guys call it MOSs or what do you guys call it for a job? Good question. It's called rates. Um, and yes, I went unassigned and uh, okay. the goal, yeah. And you said, you know, choose your rate, choose your fate or something like that. Yeah. I don't know if the, the army has a term where it's like, 
Where no, we pick, we, our MOS. We, we pick a we pick our MOS. <laughs> that's usually before we leave. Unlike well, Spencer, who just was a crapshoot and went in. Well, I I mean, ideally, I would have liked to, and this is kind of like my story will kind of evolve where mm-hmm. I I'm in 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 my Navy career. Anyone asking for advice, the first thing I say is get a mentor. Just get a mentor. And now in work, I'm in a position where I I work with uh or I I I, I try to be a mentor for the younger generation, and I'm like. I may not be your mentor, but please find someone because it's going to save you a lot of headache. And, and you guys will see why with, with my story. It's, it's kind of a weird story. And I really lost a lot of good time in my life uh, because I didn't have a mentor. Um, you're just 18 years old and you're just, you're doing your thing. Yeah. No. And, and I apologize. Like I wasn't trying to interrupt the story. It's just, there were so many things I had as questions. I was like, what the fuck is a rate? Which is an <laughs> MOS for the military. And for those of you that don't yeah. understand MOS or rate, what we're talking about is like a jog job. Jesus. Like Military articulate words. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an occupation. So the rate for the Navy is how you're picking your job and you got a rate when you got out basic and went to your first vessel. What was that job? And then explain that vessel, please. Right. Um, so to answer your question or to kind of correct you, I did not have a okay, rate. Thank you. I did not have a rate. So the program I went under, under was identified as an undesignated. I was kind of a floater. I was able to okay. choose choose my rate at my command. It's kind of a weird program. I don't know if it still exists. I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. Um, like I said, I did not have a mentor. I was I was guided vaguely. I was I was a yes, sir. I was a yes, man. Um, and, and, and that could kind of bite you in the ass. Um, so obviously now th- things have changed. I'm a free thinker. I, I, I believe in uh, uh, self-resilience. in California? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Very little. That's why I'm, I'm in closed quarters here. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, so where the story gets kind of weird is, so I started, um, I started working in the engine room. Um, the goal was to work as a D seaman, a damage controlman. They, they, they put out the fires. They, uh, they do like the whole, the H U L L hole replacement mm-hmm. or, uh, repair, um, uh, if there's a seawater leak, you know, they're, they're kind of first on scene. Um, that was kind of my, my goal. Cause the goal was to transition out of the Navy and become a firefighter. Um, I'll get to that story. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, I ended up working in the engine room. I loved it. We're working with gas turbines. Uh, if you've never been on a Navy vessel, the, the engine room is huge. It's amazing. It's crazy. There's a lot of things going on. It's loud and you're sweaty. Um, you're cold because what's the, the, what's the average temperature in the engine room? it depends on the seawater. If the seawater's hot, it's going to be fucking hot as balls. And, and you're going to be, you're going to be walking around in your skivvies and, 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 and trying to stay cool. Uh, but the cool thing about the engine room is if the ship loses water and that does happen sometimes, especially if you uh, like my first ship, I was on a, a, a ship with a waste heat boiler. Uh, the water has to go to the engine room. Number one. So um, when there was times that we couldn't, when uh, a waste heat boiler went down, and we couldn't use water for showering. Um, we always kind of were able to take a shower. You army guys, I know showering was kind of like few and far between. You guys like having sm- smelly asses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, maybe that's guys. Just your, that's just your co-host, man, who doesn't use soap. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, you've been we go- forgot to bring that up. We forgot to grill him on that. But continue your story. <laughs> he would have been a good uh, army guy, not showering. Um <laughs> <laughs> So, so anyways, um, I, I go to take us, uh, the test 
and um, for what's called GSN, GSM, gas turbine system mechanic. Um, I fell in love with it. The, uh, the people down there were, were great. Um, it, it was a pretty, uh, a pretty select group of guys as far as the camaraderie and, and, and I enjoyed it. So I go to take the test. It comes back invalid. Fast forward again. It comes back invalid again. Three times this test comes back invalid. This is over a two-year period. Nothing happens. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what questions to ask. I'm young. I'm 18, 19 years old. I don't know what questions to ask. I put my head down. I go back to work. Fast forward, that ship decommissions. I go to another command, uh, USS Benful, DDG-65. It's a newer ship. Um, I go to the engine room. I'm still undesignated. I have no job. If you're undesignated, you go straight to the engine room. I go there. I take the test again. It comes back invalid. Finally, my saving grace comes along. PNC, Timmy Williams. Changed my life forever. He said, why are you taking this test? I said, this is what I want to do. I guess this is where I'm going to be. He's like, you cannot take this test. You cannot be this. You cannot do this job. You have a color blindness. You are color deficient. Your jobs go from here. And if I'm seeing my hands, it's they're, they're wide open. <laughs> and down to about five jobs or 10 jobs. I, I don't remember what it was. So I had a jobs to choose. I, no special forces. I couldn't, I could barely do anything. With that color color deficiency, um, so so speaking on that color deficiency, what are your like? It, it's 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 so I guess seventy percent of all men have this color deficiency. Uh, um, at first, I was in, I I said it as a color blindness. Finally, when I got out of the military, I, I told my eye doctor about it. He's like, it's not a color blindness; it's color deficiency. Um, I, I the only time I notice it, Austin, is with um, red written on a whiteboard. I can't see it as good. Um, but in my life, it's never been a, a problem. Um, I, I cook, I, I do editing on my photos. Fine. Just fine. It's never been a hindrance, but I can't pass that damn test. That's, um, <laughs> like snakeskin pattern. Like you could put people are like, you really can't see that. I can't, I, I don't, this test is biased. It's stupid. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck is going on. Like I've survived my life this long and this damn test is stopping me from doing the things I wanted to do. Okay. Okay. So long. He, my, my buddy, or my buddy now, uh, Timmy Williams. He, he's like, uh, look, man, I love you. you. You're, you're full of passion. You've been screwed over for too long. Come work with me. So uh, eventually, I, 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 uh, I, I took that test. Well, <laughs> let me, let, let me kind of backpedal. <laughs> the, the command has the opportunity to advance you. Um, based upon performance and evaluation, just on their on their merit alone, right. um, and I don't know how the army works, but that's how the navy works. It's called the CAP program, command command advancement program. So that's the command giving you your promotion. Okay. I I flew through my tests. It was great. They loved it. They loved what I represented. I just received a blue jacket of the quarter, which is like a junior sailor award. Um, I, I was killing. It. I was doing good. Um, I was up against a, uh, a female sailor, um, who, who just kind of was kind of new to the ship, but everyone, everyone, uh, enjoyed, uh, this, this sailor as far as her, her work ethic and, and what she was, what she was doing. Um, so the long story short, the, the law, the, the gist of the story is the executive officer, officer, second in command did not like my leading petty officer. 
my my boss. So I flew through the the uh, uh, how do you say? I flew through, uh, through everything I needed to, and it got up to the executive executive officer, and uh, he chose the other the other sailor for the for promotion. Two months later, she comes back with B A H fraud. Mm. Fun. So Wait, I what type of yeah. fraud? B A H. Yeah. Housing oh, fraud. for like housing, housing. fraud. Yeah, housing. housing. Yeah. yeah, basic housing allowance. Yeah. Or BHA. Okay. Sorry, BHA. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know you're talking about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, we have it in the army too. Yeah. So every opportunity I had, I didn't have a mentor, or it was just it was just kind of one of those things. So I went two years on my Navy service, um, kind of just floating in in a in a, in a, in a what's that? Uh, What's that place between heaven and hell? They call it a uh, um, purgatory. Purgatory, yeah, like a, just like a job yeah, purgatory. purgatory. Yeah, so uh, it, it's kind of a weird story. And, and when I tell people that even the Navy, they just they kind of like shake their head. And it's all because of bad bad leadership and bad mentoring. Um, my career counselor, actually on my command, was was not very good. Never never addressed the issue that I had. Um, so for anyone listening to this that is thinking about joining the service, get a mentor. Uh, starting a career, get a mentor. It's all, it's all about, uh, you're not going to know everything. You're not going to know, know the right questions, but if that mentor is there to help guide you and, and make right decisions for you. Once I got my mentor, I was, I was, I was, I was on it. I was good. I was killing it. Uh, I, I did good in the service. Yes, man. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, I, I, I was good at that. So. Okay. Yeah. And so, how, so how long were you in the Navy? Uh, 2002, 2006, I did my four years and I, I got out. So, um, and that wasn't, that wasn't based upon, experience I had. Um, uh, so it was, it was, um, now I look back at it, I would be retiring at this age now, uh, at 20 years. So it's, it's kind of weird to fast forward that, that far. Now the real uh, question is, do, do you regret getting out? Oh God. That, <laughs> uh, you know what? And, and I don't know how you guys feel being veterans. I, I say do four years or do 20. Uh, mm-hmm. th- there's no reason for you to do, um, eight, 10 or 12 or in 16. between. Yeah. 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 And, and that's my opinion. Um, I agree. So I, I don't have any regrets. Regrets. Uh, I love the life I chose. Uh, there's some, still some stuff I wish I would have done in the military. Right. I, I do have, uh, um, uh, like a combat remorse, um, uh, type of deal where I wish I would have done more. Um, but you know, I can't control that. And that's just kind of how, it plays out. So I'm glad I went into the service when I did, and I had the opportunity to meet the people I did and, and experience a lot of, a lot of cool things and see a lot of cool places. Okay. Yeah, yeah. no, I definitely, and I definitely agree with that. Like I see people that go in for like eight years and then get out or, you know, or in or, or seven years or 11 years and get out. It's like, you could have just waited for how many more years and then been done like with retirement completely. <laughs> yeah. Know. It's, it's, it's kind of silly, but, uh, I mean, I, I can't judge, and and yeah, no. At, if you go in at eighteen and you're thirty eight, I mean, that's that's kind of the age we're at now, Rob. It's like, man, I got, I, I'm still healthy. I still got some some yeah, fight you left. Be, you be retired a hundred percent, and <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, so I, I mean, I'm gonna jump in on this because yeah. like that kind of fu- that fucked up my head a lot because <sighs> November of twenty one. So last year, like a couple mm-hmm. months ago, 
was would have been my 20 year mark because I actually enlisted before September 11th. I, I got out of school one year before you. Um, and I was in the delayed entry program. It's, it's a very long convoluted story, but basically I got hurt and couldn't ship off before September 11th. Like my ship date was to basic was August 22nd, 2021. And I was sitting at home. Twenty twenty one fell. Excuse me. Two thousand one. <laughs> I was like, you just went last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome no, back. But like, <laughs> I was sitting at home, and you know, shit happened, and because the way things happened, like it screwed up my contract. Like I was supposed to, I had a, I had a ranger back contract originally, and you know, I had a combat background and i'm pretty sure you've listened to the podcast and like i don't want to bore people that have listened to this already but i went through a lot of shit in like 2003 2004 lost a decent amount of friends went through heavy combat ended up getting out because everything was super fucked up and i just didn't want to keep pursuing it had a lot of regrets because like i actually wanted to be a ranger and be a part of ranger battalion even though like I passed the, the prerequisites, like I did like pre-ranger and passed it and should have gone to ranger school. But with deployments and shit, like I ended up deploying instead and getting with the best that I could have. And I don't know, like there's someone that, that I'm talking to out here and uh oh. you know, like I, yeah, I know it recently is. too. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you know, she was asking me the other day, she's like, you know, you said that you're a ranger. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. wasn't a ranger. Like, He's a not part of ranger bat. Like, <laughs> did the prerequisites for ranger school. He's a cow scout. It. Fuck off. Not a cow <laughs> scout. <laughs> and uh, it's because she was like, do you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, this person, he was a ranger. I was like, no, I wasn't. Like, you know, there there's tears to like being in the military and you know, with the army on like the infantry side, you know, I was at like that B or C level and I always wanted to be at that A and B level. But at the same time, like if I could talk to my 18 year old self, I would smack the shit out of him and say, Hey, either A don't go infantry at all or be like do the route you did because you survived and it goes back to what we were saying about doing like that four or like 20 i don't know if my body or my mind could have handled 20 years in the infantry just because 20 years is a lot to your body yeah and I've done so many things out of the military. I'm not knocking on the military. Like, I, I think it's great when, when people stay in. But I also, like, I don't know. Like, you were talking about the whole mentor stuff. Like, when I meet young, young, you know, guys that are getting ready to leave high school and go into the military, if they bring up military stuff, you know, I tell them about my experience. And I'm like, honestly, get a, get a job whatever you do, get a job that's applicable to the outside world. Because when you get out, yeah, you're going to do all this cool hua fucking hardcore shit. And it's going to make you a strong person. A lot of it isn't transferable. None of it, a lot of it isn't transferable. And then like, 
I wish that there was things that I didn't see or didn't experience, or I wish that I wasn't blown up multiple times. Like, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's aspects of, of combat that are just so unforgivable. Yeah. They define your character, but they kind of like fuck you up for life to the point where you have a service dog. And, you know, I got into this with Spencer and I'm a little bit like buzzed right now. Like it kind of, it's one of those things where like, I'm not missing a single body part, but you know, it's that, that thing that we did for our 22 challenge and we're getting ready to make a shirt for not all wounds are visible. And the experiences that you have in the military, combat, non-combat joining around the time you and I joined, you know, at the, the peak of like, Holy shit. We just had the biggest terrorist attack in American history happen. Like it's, it's profounding effects that like, you know, still like ripple through us 20 years later, 20 plus years later, but I'm kind of rambling. I no. wanted to get on to like, go ahead, Paul. No, you're good. No, you're doing good. Um, and, and I totally get it. And, but I think now that, that where I kind of fall in line is not being a combat veteran and having that, that remorse or having that, that that piece missing that I feel like that I I could have I was willing and able and I, I was I I know I could have been of a, of an asset but that's not how my life chose but I now that I uh, that I'm out and people understand that time that um, operation during freedom time um, mm-hmm. or uh, I, I can't speak for the um, Iraqi freedom time but. Uh, there's people that have seen some seen some stuff, and a lot of those guys who did see some stuff want to vent to a fellow veteran. Um, so I, I've just been sometimes a shoulder um, um, where I can understand and help uh, facilitate uh, their emotions. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, see, see a lot of guys being uh, diagnosed with PTSD and, and and being put on some antidepressants, um, um, which which help them or they don't help them or 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 the doctors misprescribing them. Um, but these guys, these guys need that kind of stuff. But, uh, I, I found that maybe I'm meant to handle a little more as, as being a veteran who can, uh, be a, be a ear to listen or, or be a, a voice for them, um, and help them, uh, spread their message. So, um, yeah, yeah no, I mean, and that's why we have, like, that's why me and Rob have, you know, like Vigilant Humble and Saver Six is that exact yeah. reason is to listen to people, you know, is to help people any way we can. Because like you said, they don't want to talk to the average Joe down the street because they can't relate. They don't, you know, they don't get it. Yeah, they can, you know, feel empathy towards them, you know, and stuff. But it's not the same. No, absolutely. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah, and that was cool. I, I still, I was gonna, I was debating on wearing that shirt or this shirt, uh, the twenty two <laughs> challenge for this shirt. Yeah. 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 Show the camera what you're wearing. Actually, let's oh. let's. You got the lift heavy drink whiskey. And uh, dude, like in the past like six months, in my opinion, whatever you've done for your your workouts and stuff, um, you have put on some size, man. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but it looks like you're you're sizing the fuck up right now. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, uh, I I part of um, what's helping me get through everything that's going on in this world is uh, lifting heavy, and I I, I kind of stay away from and that. I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I kind of wasn't a big gym guy. I, I didn't like the uh, the scene. I didn't like 
being crowded. But um, probably about eight months ago, I found a little bit of joy and a lot, I felt a little bit of self-care and lifting fucking heavy and, and doing my thing and getting after it. So I, it, it was kind of weird. I didn't expect it to happen. So, uh, yeah. And like I said, with drinking this gallon of water, I feel like my shirts are fucking tight again. My pants are busting at the seams again. So it's, it's pretty cool, but, uh, yeah, I appreciate that, man. So I, I don't really have a goal to get big or, or anything. I just, I just fucking lift and, uh, uh, I just, get just don't it. tear anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> Too no old kidding. for that shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I, I got hurt during the 75 hard last year, like bad. And I ended up tapping out at like 52 days. Like it just, oh. it wasn't working. It wasn't working for me, man. Like, I mean, he was, it was mean, he was also in Nashville when he tapped out with a whole bunch of people. Yeah. So that, I mean, that didn't help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It didn't help. Like the hockey tournament didn't help. Everyone was like, Hey, like, we'll give you a pass. Like no one has to fucking know that you drank. And I'm like, no, like, that's like, I'm a person of integrity. Like I'm, if I'm going to quit, like I'm going to quit on my own and, and it, it was a good program. And I definitely suggest anyone try it. Um, I'm excited as fuck for you to try it because I think you definitely have the discipline. And the only recommendation I would say is like at our age, those two workouts a day get brutal on the body. So make sure that you're separating your, your muscle fibers when you're working out like I do full body workouts, which I think fucked me the entire time because I had no fucking recovery time. Whereas like if you can actually differentiate your stuff where you're doing like uh, buy and or back and buys, chest and tries, leg day, and then incorporating a fucking walk or something like that. Because like, did you listen to his podcast on the 75 hard? Uh, okay, you cool. have to, you have to understand one thing about me is when I, when I get into something, I divulge and I go balls, balls deep. So I did the podcast. I bought the book. Like I, I, yeah. I don't, I don't stop. Okay, cool. But do you like, do you separate your workouts or do you do full body? Uh, right now I, I kind of target, uh, one muscle group. Um, and it, it works pretty good for me. Um, uh, yeah. And I think that that will help pay dividends when you're actually doing it because like, I was calling Austin fucking hurt, exhausted because my dumbass was trying to do like full body workouts like two times a day. Oh, and yeah. yeah, no, it was fucking stupid. I was out there with fucking battle maces running in the snow, like doing just dumb <laughs> shit. So it's yeah. So I, I asked, I asked Spencer Kirksey to do it and he tapped out because of the oh. reading, the reading part because he can't read. Uh, I mean, it's also books. Spencer. So, you know, <laughs> It's like no audiobooks. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah, no, that I didn't like the reading part either. I can't picture Spencer doing it either. Like Spencer, Spencer's been getting after it though in the gym. Like, like uh, he he does he go to the same gym as you or no? No, no. Um, I I go to mine because it's open 24 hours and uh, I I'm an early riser. Like I'm a, I'm a nut. I'm in there about 4:15, 4:30, getting after it and. Uh, yeah, I'm sleeping at that time. Fuck that. Yeah. Dude, yeah, this motherfucker is so lazy when it comes to like sleeping in. Hey, he's vigilant and humble. The Nord hey, say, Hey, Rob, I'm saying you would sleep in, you would sleep into like 10 or 11 o'clock too if you could. So don't lie. Not 10 or 11. It was like usually 9 30. Oh, 
But no, um, thirty and ten are a huge difference. <laughs> speaking speaking of fitness, um, this is going to be kind of like a podcast announcement. Um, Austin and I are going to start up another challenge in um, March, and what it's going to be, we haven't come up with the exact details, but we want to let you know because I have a feeling you would actually potentially join this, and it will line up with your seventy-five hard. It's me is, seventy-five um, extra hard. <laughs> no it's not <laughs> fuck that no like Two we're gonna come up with our we're gonna come up with our own internal challenge because my goal is like i'm in good shape right now but i want to be fucking ripped for when i when i turn 40 um this year which is fucking crazy to me Damn. but anyways uh i wanted to do something that could create an impact towards uh some sort of organization like maybe we haven't decided which company we want to work with, but we want to do another thing like we did for uh, the 22 challenge. And instead we're going to call it something like March it out for March. And it is however you want to walk or run. Uh, I don't think bikes are going to be included in it because that people are going to get fucking stupid numbers, but basically like whoever does the most mileage walking, no weight, bearing like if you want to wear a vest cool if you want to wear a pack cool but like what we're trying to do is we want people outside walking around hiking exploring and we're gonna have two categories um you know austin correct me if i'm wrong but like i I think we kind of discussed that we want to have like an overall winner for like Mm -hmm. who does the most miles in march and then we want the most scenic miles like the the person who like gives us like the best um videos or pictures i don't know about that though because that that's not fair to some people because of where they live (laughs) yeah rob he's like i'm in arizona it's like i'm in the yeah yeah. that that doesn't count rob because some people don't live in the some people don't live in the grand canyon yeah but no like we already discussed like i couldn't win like i'm not going to win this competition like our our goal is to influence people to at minimum like get outside and do shit and put in some miles so while you're doing your 75 hard through there like put in some miles with us and and uh definitely get in on that like i think it i think it'll be a good thing for your your second workout of the day or your first workout however you want to do it because when you can when you can tailor it back and maybe do the actual like walking or running instead of fucking doing a workout every single time it's a lot better on your body and you'll you'll progress a lot further oh no i'm down and i got a husky that is dying when i get home from work to to go outside and go on a walk so he's uh he he loves it and uh we usually get it's right about at 45 minutes uh so it's uh and Dude, we got I got great weather here. It's January. I'm in fucking shorts. I mean, doing that's the only that's one of the good things about California is it's always good weather usually. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm it's, excited. In San Diego, yeah. especially like, cause what's what's like the hottest it can get there. Uh, so we're uh, we're when I say we're I mean myself and Spencer, but I'll speak for myself. Uh, I'm about an hour north of downtown San Diego. Uh, so we're kind of like this valley, this armpit, if you will. Um, it can mm-hmm. go anywhere from 110, 115. Um, oh shit! Yeah, it, it can get pretty, pretty hot and heavy during the summer. But uh, like right today, it was like 60 degrees, 70 degrees, beautiful outside. Uh, you know, you're gonna be it's, fine in shorts. 30 degrees here. 
shit. Fuck that. It's 55 <laughs> here. 55 yeah. here right now. Oh, well, yeah. it's probably colder right now, but... Oh, I mean, no, it's it, 28 it right now. <laughs> it doesn't get cold in California. Uh, I, I, there's, I mean... Okay, it gets to 50 degrees and you guys... In the mountains, like in Tahoe, yeah. it gets cold. Yeah, the, our, like I said, our mountains are pretty cold or this, uh, like... It's the, are these high deserts? They get they get pretty cold. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm, I'm not gonna say we're the coldest, but we we got we got some good climates and make it it makes it fun. So, but yeah, uh, we're kind of spoiled. You guys, you guys got a little bit of everything. Yeah, I love it. It makes it hard to leave, even with weird ass fall, fucking politics. Right? How far? Okay, so- Hang Sorry, on, I got one more question, and then we'll keep going on like show yeah. notes because like we have not stuck to show notes at all. Oh, um, have you seen that podcast? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, how far are you from Tahoe? Oh God, uh, seven hours. Yeah. Oh, it's That's... not even close. Well, yeah, you it's said fucking... mountains. Like you said, you were an hour from the mountains. Like I assumed, like Tahoe. They're not real mountains, okay? No, uh, no. Tahoe we... is real mountains. <laughs> No, I got Big Bear. Big Bear's about two hours away. And if you if you remember remember um, uh, MTV used to have uh, when they had actual music videos, they had um God, they had some winter break, and it was always yeah. in Big Bear. It was always in Big Bear Snow Summit or something like that. And that's about two hours away. Uh, there's another little uh, I, uh, a mountain town called Idlewild here. Um, that's pretty close, about an hour away. And, and uh, there's no skiing or snowboarding there, but it, it's it's a cool little getaway for uh for anyone who wants to just kind of relax and, and unwind and get in that 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 mountain vibe where you're you're wearing flannel and you're you're having a hot hot chocolate yeah, yeah that's that's not your vibe though your like, you don't snowboard or ski i don't think no i i anything that's finesse related i'm out if you want me to go <laughs> if you want me to go break rocks that that's easy <laughs> But if you anything with like a skate or a, a ski that requires good coordination, I'm out. I'll watch. I'll drink beer. I'll laugh. I'll I'll, I'll stay inside and, and watch all the coats and purses and all that stuff. So <laughs> yeah, that's not you, huh? No. Have you, have, have you tried snowboarding or skiing? I, I did, and it, it wasn't my thing. Uh, I, I just I, I don't know. Like it's like. Just kissing your sister, I guess. It's just kind of weird. Like I was just like <laughs> impartial. Wait, what the fuck? No, <laughs> that's what you never heard. All the time. That's, that's what they're into in the navy. You never heard of that yeah. that that thing? It's like kissing your sister. It's like, man, eh, whatever, man. No, you no, like kissing man. your sister? <laughs> no, no, no. It's <laughs> that was a bad term, I guess. <laughs> First, you like playing with your meat. Now you like kissing your sister. Jeez, yeah. Paul, what's wrong with you? Oh, this, it's all coming this out. This is what happens when you enlist differently. <laughs> hey, I, I get it. I love it. I love the the banter. It's cool. We're good. No, bring it on. It's bring it good. On. It's it's good. The shit talking is there, and it was funny because like when we had your your heterosexual life mate on, um, Spencer, it was like it would just go from like talking shit about Austin. To talking shit about me, to talking shit about Spencer, and it was just like working its way around. So it's all fun, it's all love. 
Awesome. What do we got next, man? Because like I feel like we have not stuck to anything. Oh, I, I mean, I was gonna do something different. Um, I was gonna say how. So you want to talk about how you and um Spencer actually met? Uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Because uh, he said that like you would have a different perspective on it or something like that. Or he said something like that we should ask you if you come yeah. on the podcast. Uh, yeah, it was kind of funny. Um, obviously being in the barbecue community, um. I, I found, I, I don't know how I got into reload rub. Um, they just kind of came up my feed. Um, if, if, if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, reloadrub.com, they have Instagram at, at reload rub. Uh, I'm now an ambassador for them. What's your code? Um, you plug uh, it. uh, use promo code CODA10, um, our promo, promo code potty mouth will get you the same, uh, discount. Um, but yeah, thanks for the plug. Uh, so I, I got mixed up on their page. Spencer was already a bastard for them. I, I didn't know it. Um, I started coming across Spencer's post. He was, he, in this time he was big into the hunting post. He, he didn't get into that, that comedy realm and he had the location tagged. And I was like, wait, that's like right here. Like, that's not right. Like, where's, where's he at? Um, he's that, that's, this guy looks like an avid hunter. Uh, sure. Shit. I, I, I managed to get in the DMS and I was like, Hey bro, like, uh, this really, so you slid in his DMS first. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I slid his yeah, DMs. You're and... cute, we're yeah. That's that navy in you. I said ASL, age, sex, location, baby. <laughs> uh, Remember that one? That was that was old AOL manager. That's, that's boomer shit right there. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he he, he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm here locally, and I was like, bro, that's kind of weird. Um. Uh, and then. He, he was, I, I, at this time I didn't realize he was left-handed. And, um, so I was like, Hey man, like what's the deal with this bow? And he's like, uh, you know, it's kind of cool. Like I can show you some, I can show you around it. Um, at that time I was kind of just playing with, uh, that, that outdoor life, seeing what's it about. I wanted to, obviously there's a natural progression for me to, to, to get more involved of, of, of where, uh, the conservation process or the, the hunting and killing process as, as being a, um, a grill enthusiast or outdoor enthusiast. Um, so I, I, my wife and I were out and about in town and I was like, Hey, we got some time. I was like, let's, let me, let me hit up this guy and see if we can go. He can show us how to uh, shoot a bow. And so I hit him up and he was like, yeah, come on by. So uh, he, um, I listened to your guys' podcast and he was like, yeah, he, he was driving down the, uh, the driveway and i didn't know who he was because uh, like you guys said I, I don't show my face too much and uh sure shit um we kind of hung out and then i was like hey let me shoot your bow he's like well you can't it's left-handed and i was like oh man this is kind of a bust. <laughs> kind of yeah, why would i come over here yeah you might you over so you couldn't even shoot like, yeah so fuck so in typical Spencer fashion, I just watched him shoot, you know, I mean, <laughs> I hey, mean he's you, got to steal the show, right? Yeah. He's got to steal the show. And uh, no, it was a cool time. It was a good time. And, and from there on uh, we did some workouts together and then he came over, he had a ribeye and he's like, dude, this is amazing. He put a good word in from uh reload rub and they're like, Hey, uh, you know, let's uh, let's, let's get you on the team. And, and uh, so Spencer helped me connect that dot and, and ever since then, it's always been a natural progression progression of me uh, uh, just kind of pushing things, pushing the envelope where it's photography or videos, uh, getting new sponsorships where it's meat companies or uh, picking up side jobs, shooting some content. So it, it's pretty cool. Okay. But yeah, that's and how then, it, 
And then you're not doing you're not doing content creation full time, are you? Man, so uh, <laughs> so uh, as I mentioned, I'm a lineman, a journeyman lineman by trade, um, here in Southern California. Um, word got out to some certain people that I started dabbling in photography and video and and everything. And my boss approached me and said, "Hey, you wanna you wanna take a look at uh, starting a marketing and media kind of department or uh, just kind of yeah, okay. seeing, seeing what it's about. Um, in in our industry, it's really kind of taboo. Um, there's not really a, a, a big, a big, uh, serving size of, of, of that kind of stuff. Um, which is kind of unfortunate because we're a little late to the game. Um, and, and there's a lot of cool things to show in, in that industry. Uh, so about a year ago, uh, I think it'd be February or March, we started, uh, I started kind of doing media and marketing for, for my company. Uh, I produce a podcast for them now. Uh, so I, I, in a sense, I do do content creation full time. So answer your question. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's kind of, it's kind of by, uh, kind of by luck and by circumstance of, uh, having a hobby turn into a passion and that passion somehow working out my benefit. I, I have the best job in the world now. It's, it's, uh, aside from Rob. No more climbing poles. Uh, yeah, no more climbing poles. Um, so, but, um, the cool thing is once alignment, always alignment, as long as I keep my, my, uh, my certifications up, um, um, I'll still be alignment. So it's pretty cool. It's interesting. Um, I love it. It's, it's pretty cool. Okay. How are you going over there, Rob? I'm feeling like intoxicated. <laughs> Angels envy. Angels envy, man. Hitting heavy. Oh, man. Okay. I mean, so, I mean, so the, a question that Rob had was the, um, mm. the Navy PX. Mm. NEX. Yeah. Yeah, NEX. That's what I thought. Ah, oh, fuck. So I was arguing with someone like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and I Googled it and that's what came up. So <laughs> I figured. You guys don't call it like something else? Navy Exchange, brother. Tax-free. Good shit. Uh, man, I probably still have some stuff I bought from the exchange. It's weird, <laughs> dude. When you're in the military, like going shopping was like a, a fucking perk. A like, yeah, yeah, you're like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I count. No. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm interrupting you. You are no. our guest. I calculated, and uh, I spent about two years of my life out at sea. So, like, when you come home, getting a haircut, driving a car, takes some getting reacquainted to, and it's a privilege. You're like, God damn, this is fucking awesome to be able to drive and not be surrounded by another fucking swinging dick right next to me. Uh, no, there was no swinging dicks next to me. Yeah, <laughs> let out the truth. Let out the truth. But yeah, to go buy a CD and and, and do cool stuff like that, it was it was it was liberating. And you realize, uh, I know you guys probably lived at a sea bag, or I don't know what you called it, a fucking what the fuck are you talking about? What's a sea bag, bag? like a uh, the oh, big bag? Oh, oh okay, we we called it a oh, bag. The big, the big, yeah. Yeah, kind of right? sea bag, bro. Well, you I live know. you live out of it four years in a fucking locker. You realize like you don't need all this other shit. You're just like, God damn, like I'm good. I mean, it's it's kind of simple living, but fuck, you can you can survive. Yeah, no, a bags are the shit. They're they're basically like a green duffel bag. <laughs> yeah, giant green duffel bag. Yeah. <laughs> you just put all your stuff in, and they're like, "This is your packing list. Put it in there." And then for the army, like we put our stuff in our ruck too. And then they're like, "That's all you get." Now go away for like 
30 days or a year. You're, yes. <laughs> You're like, what about my other stuff? Yeah. You're like, uh, we don't give a fuck about your other stuff. And another fun, another, uh, another fun story real quick. I never shared is, um, and you guys, thank you so much. I, you know what? I, I might've butchered how I said my story, my, my military story, but I've never really told it publicly. So it was kind of weird for mm-hmm. me to say it. So I appreciate you guys for giving me the platform. Of course. Uh, yeah, to, absolutely. To speak it, you know. Um, but I I'm showed up here, so we can't steal the spotlight, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He would be talking about <laughs> how, how he taught Travis Barker's kids. The, he was the... talking about that so much on the last episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, my my friend was sitting next to me, and he's like, Who is he interviewing? Because I feel like the podcast is about him. <laughs> I mean, kind of is. <laughs> the Spencer, we're gonna name it the Spencer Show. <laughs> Pretty much. So okay, I Go showed ahead. up to my I showed up to my first c- command um, through uh, this little. If anyone knows, uh, I went to Pascagoula, Mississippi. It's a armpit in the Gulf Coast, um, but there's there's a small airport, and I I showed up and I, I didn't know how I was getting to my command. So a guy by circumstance was like, "Hey, I'm driving that way. Like, you want me to take you?" I was like, "Yeah." Come to find out, my luggage got lost. And I'm in my my dress my dress blue. I'm in my dress blues, which would be your class A's or whatever. Yeah, yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah. That's all I have in my my fucking backpack. <laughs> Everything else is gone. So I report in my class, my uh, my dress blues. <laughs> I don't think no, that's how you're supposed to do that, sir. <laughs> no cell phone, no nothing. Like oh, so. Shit. For, for like a day or two, I'm just walking around in the same goddamn underwear. Uh, thankfully, you know, someone took me to the exchange and I bought some new stuff. But, dude, I tell you what, I had the craziest experience, like, like in that terms. But yeah, it was it was kind of. So I have another question for um, basic army to navy. Do you guys have to pay for your uniforms? It, like, it comes out. For yeah, it comes uniforms? out right. Um, I I don't know. Um, I, I you do get an allowance. Um, and and I always use it on shoes because I was always able, always able to stay in my my uniforms uh, pretty good, and then they always kind of uh, kept their form. Um, so, um, but yeah, I I don't ever really remember paying. I, I bought some new stuff, and um, uh, our, our working uniform was a was a coverall. We look like fucking mechanics. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> But uh, uh, I, I will go to the grave that we have the best. Uh, the Cracker Jacks are the best uniform in the service. Is that like your guys's dress uniform? Uh, yeah, the you know the little flying the white, the, 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 the pure the white. white uniforms. The those white are good. pretty good looking. Those yeah. are pretty good. Dude, looking. I I mean they're good looking, but I think the Marines have. have like I, I agree. Best. I agree. The, the Marines dress, dress uniforms. That's yeah. that's probably the best. They are pretty sharp. Yeah. But I'm then, pretty sure. Honestly, the question like, is: I'm pretty sure Marines have to pay for their actual uniform. Is what, I, is what I've heard. Well, like, we all had they, to pay for our uniforms. Well, I well, I'm talking about like for like replacements and stuff. Like they have to pay a shit ton of money more than like normal for like compared to, compared to like army. I bet hmm. military's cheap. Yeah. No. We That's what, so. We we did like a joint op with a bunch of uh, recon and sniper guys in Iraq, 
And they were just flabbergasted at the fact that everyone in our team had night vision goggles and were on <laughs> M4s and had ACOG and or had a Barrett 50 cal. Like they're, they were so undersupplied that they were still using M16s and um, they had two night vision goggles between four to six of them. Like they were sharing it. And like I had the the latest and greatest like night vision goggles and i had a backup set in my armory in case like mine went down and i needed like another set so i do not regret being army infantry versus uh marine infantry i almost said air force infantry what the fuck dude oh god <laughs> the whiskey's I've... hitting hard <laughs> if you're if, if you're air force infantry dm us please <laughs> Uh, but if there's i bet you there's civilians that listen to this podcast and 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 they're like what are you the fuck are they saying no as far as the uniforms paying for the uniforms i bet that's kind of astounding oh yeah well i mean like we like in the army we'd get an allowance like you guys and Mm -hmm. i so i had field uniforms that i would take to the field to do like operations and shit they were all fucked up and i had one or two garrison uniform. Luckily, right, wore, I stayed. And, yeah, they had to stay pristine. Yeah, yeah. Um, and luckily, I stayed fucking tiny while I was in the <laughs> military. And I just kept those pretty much my entire enlistment. So anytime we got clothing allowance, I would just spend it on fucking booze and like yeah. going out and partying. <laughs> <laughs> so like my clothing allowance always was alcohol related or like going to like canada because i think it was like 18 and 19 for the first yeah yeah i would go up to vancouver to fucking drink so So that's our mentor our mentoring uh aspect to this podcast is if uh you're going to the military stay (laughs) stay the same size so you can be (laughs) well i mean i mean most of the time all the clothing was either one or two sizes too big anyway yeah that's true i know a lot i know a lot of people that had that issue you know, know, especially man. females, especially females, that you know, they get they're small and they get like two sizes too big uniforms. Uh, another story I, I gotta tell you, I, I don't get the opportunity, like I said, to tell these military stories. No, often. please do. Yeah, like, go this ahead. Is, this is what we're like. I, I, I told Austin before we went on, I was like, and I told my buddy Chance today, I'm like, the exciting thing about tonight is like we get to ask Paul like a bunch of shit and get to like hear his story because I feel like. Yes, you do get to talk about the military a little bit, but it's kind of like a gloss over. So please hit us with some stories, man. Yeah. Well, you guys being veterans, you know what questions to ask, you know, regardless of the branch, you know, you know, you know the mentality. But anyways, mm-hmm. um, so the the my my like I said, my whole family, um, when I left, they were super proud. It was always there was no question that uh they were they were excited for me. I remember my, my grandmother, um, she was super excited and she asked one thing, she just wanted that one photo where you're in boot camp and it's that it's that prop where you're kind of like leaning over the side and you got your oh, one little yeah. in front you got the flag yeah you're in the front flag and you got your <laughs> you got your one ribbon right yeah your one ribbon your war on terrorism ribbon or whatever yes. the fuck it is <laughs> national defense you ribbon, haven't, yeah. You, haven't, yeah, you haven't done shit yet like yes. <laughs> you got your ribbon though yes she wanted that one photo i had my i had my molars extracted like two days before and oh. when i was siq 
I received, I got pink eye too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so that sounds like a fun time. That photo did not, I do not have that photo. There's no photo. Who was shitting on your pillow? God, dude, the fucking barracks are nasty. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, dude. Fucking... Yeah. Yeah. No, so much you... filth, but yeah, that's yeah, filth. That's disgusting, <laughs> disgusting little humans. Yeah, you get a bunch well, of guys. I from... mean, you get a whole bunch of 17, 18, 19 year olds, <laughs> you know, in a room. What do you expect? Yeah, they have to shower and I, I remember they... off and... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. go in the bathroom in front of other people. I was like, dude, this is fucking weird. Like, is there a yeah. stall? I would no. do. I would do night. No, it's to go just to open, open shower bays, man. Yeah. Like, like all right. Yeah. I guess this is how I got to get used to shit. Or I mean, yeah. when you're going through maps and you guys are just, you're just all standing there and why? Like, oh, like, yeah. I coughed on the doctor too. You know when you turn and cough. <laughs> oh, when, <laughs> when yeah. they grab your nuts. Yeah, he's like, "Don't cough on me." I turn. I was like, <laughs> "Fuck, oh, I God. fuck you." <laughs> So, that's like the one so thing for, <laughs> for those of you that don't understand what we're talking about when you go through the military there's this program called meps which is military i, I think it's military yeah military, military entry program program yeah and uh there's a couple of, like physical and mental exams they do on you to just make sure that you are ready to go off to the military and one of the fucking awkward things is at like 18, 19 years old, <laughs> you have a doctor make you drop your pants and they're like, I'm going to cup your balls or your, your scrotum. They got to be professional when they say this. You're going to turn your head and cough. And what they're trying to do is check for, I don't know what they're trying to check for. I have no idea. Cop a field. Right. Like, like, but whatever it is, their hands are fucking cold. They're wearing always. gloves. They're, they're, they're never warm. They're always cold. Grab your nuts and ask you to cough. And I'm like, I'm trying to like breathe because I'm like, oh fuck, oh fuck. I do just grab my nuts. I do just grab my nuts. <laughs> so, uh-huh. so you you actually coughed on your doctor? Yeah, it's very. I mean, like I said, I'm I was used to being a, I was used to being a yes sir, yes man, and you just you're just kind of following orders and brain's telling you one thing and fucking body does a whole different thing and it was it was yeah i felt like an asshole and i i mean i still remember it to this day and then you gotta do that duck walk it was just oh god yeah the it, duck walk yeah all the fun stuff you guys are bringing up all the memories it's crazy <laughs> okay so so let's go back into let's go back into this weekend and talk about some football so we had there was a couple games this on sunday <laughs> Um, I ha- so I didn't watch them. I watched I watched a couple of clips of the Chiefs, the Chiefs game at the end, um, with my homie. Thirteen seconds left. My homie, Mahomes. Yeah, my homie. Making up words over here. No, my that's homie. what I think. That's his foundation. I think me and my homies or something like that. <clears throat> um, but yeah, like thir- there's thirteen seconds left on the, you know, Gordon he tied it up and ended up winning it. Yeah, that was a great game. You guys missed uh, Rob. I know you're a big hockey guy, but that just as a competitive side, that Bills Chiefs rivalry is going to be something great. Mahomes um, and Josh Allen. Uh, yeah. Two. Now, who do you think? No, my question is, who do you think oh. is going to the Super Bowl? Um, I really do think you got it's the, you got the Bengals and the Chiefs, and the 49ers and the Rams. 
Uh, I really do think it's going to be Chiefs Rams, um, and the Rams will be hosting the Super Bowl. Really, and, you think it's the Rams? Yeah, I, 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 I think possibly, be- man. Stafford's looked really good this year. I mean, yeah, I think it's going to be the Chiefs and the Niners. I, I don't see the Niners doing it. They, they, no? they, they, they got lucky they on the sh- last. Yeah, I was going to say they should have got fucking taken out by fucking Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, but they fucking choked, yeah. man. So many people were pissed about that. It's been so a great it's been a great playoffs. That was great. I mean, I just think think just this weekend it was three uh walk-off field goals to to close games and as a football mm-hmm. fan that's and, amazing. And it was and Aaron Rodgers that was his last game, wasn't it? Didn't I guess. Yeah, still undecided. Sorry. No, uh you're right. Uh still undecided about what he's going to do. Same with uh Tom Brady. Um they're still kind of throwing up in the air, so. I mean, Tom Brady's um, going to play forever. So. 44 years old, dude, slanging in still. <laughs> he's not, awesome. he, he, yeah. he doesn't and, have and he though. got a busted lip ten. in that game. He got a busted <laughs> lip in that game. That oh, was yeah. that was a lot for him to go I through. I mean, that Tom is, Brady's part, part cyborg, though, so. Yeah. Dude's in good shape. I mean, 44 years at a quarterback? God dang. It's yeah. crazy. Um, Yeah, no, what I was going to say, though, is uh, I was at Sports Clips today again, the mullet, like, faded up and shit but, and one of the things uh minor flex as you guys what, say on your what, what do you have to what do you have to ask what do you what do you say so i tell them that like i want a hard part which you can kind of see here and then i want to design he wants to look like the modern joe dirt so he tells him and then keep the flow going <laughs> give me, he's like i want to look like your modern day joe dirt that's what he says that's i mean he it's it's a hockey thing man it's a hockey thing <laughs> all right, all right. and honestly like i don't i don't get it but like girls are flex. obsessed with it like another minor flex being single um maybe eventually i'll find you i know you're out there my forever as i'm are you talking to paul camera no, I, I mean, I mean, hey, man, hey, hey, Paul, you know, we got those VA benefits, man. I'm gonna say he he likes playing with meat, you know, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah, I like when my meat's played with. I hope my mom is not listening to this episode. <laughs> you you always say that. <laughs> yeah, because like she listens sometimes, and she's like, I had to turn it off. So like. <laughs> All right, whatever. Like we're way past my ex at this point, but the episode we did, the episode we did with Steph, like we had a really good start, and somehow, some way, oh, I think uh, someone came to the door and knocked and fucked it up, so we had to restart the episode. So like I was annoyed, and the very like beginning of the episode, like we're introducing everyone and shit and i'm like so this is the girl i've been fucking for the past like six months or something like that and my mom was like i turned it off after that because then like <laughs> she's like yeah i'm the girl he's been just planting a seed in or something like that like just oh like God. just like said something so vulgar back like my mom was like what the fuck like this is my son like why is he saying these things so like there's episodes that she listens to and I tell her to, and then there's episodes I tell her not to. I don't you know sk- if I'm gonna tell her to listen to this one. Sk- skip this one, mom. Mom, just skip this one. And if you are listening, we love you. So <laughs> I don't I don't remember what we were talking about before this. Football, NFL. Yeah. Oh, 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. At sports. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we got sidetracked with the mullet stuff. Um, <laughs> they were talking about like the NFL has got to change the overtime rules. Like it's fucking stupid that you can just march down the field, get a touchdown, and the game is over. What's your thoughts on that? It's like you're you're a football fan. I know you are. Uh yeah. Um, minor flex. I'll 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 boast my. <laughs> I'll boast myself. I did have opportunity to play at, at, at a smaller upper level, but um, obviously my path was different to go to the military anyways. Um, but yeah, I, I think we are losing a little bit of the competitiveness with the rules on the overtime. I'd like to see the, the back and forth. Uh, mm-hmm. However, that may be, um, I don't like the the one touchdown and it's over. Um, I think you, you, it, it's kind of a crap shoot, but um, you know, ho- hopefully they change it and um I think a lot of a lot of fans and a lot of football football enthusiasts would like to see that that rule change, and I, I don't like it to see the uh, to see the, the good game like with the Chiefs and the Bills this Sunday to see the Chiefs just kind of close it out with a, with a touchdown. It was it was kind of I don't know anticlimactic. Yeah, it was just kind of like fuck. You know, you kind of felt like yeah. whoever was going to win the toss was going to win the game, and it was. It was oh yeah, because like. You, you give it to Jason Allen and he's marching it down the field as well. He's going to fucking hit Stefan Diggs on like a fucking deep route and it's over. You know what I mean? Like it, it sucks in that aspect because I wanted the bills to win that. Like I was hoping for like a brand new potential Super Bowl, And now like, I just, I, I don't think the Bengals can beat the chiefs. Like I'm surprised they advanced as far as they did. So I hope the Bengals win. That would be fucking crazy. But I, I have a feeling it's it's Chiefs and Rams or Chiefs and 49ers. Like, I don't think the Bengals stand a chance. No, not at all. But look at this. If it's the Rams, Tampa Bay hosted the Super Bowl last year and the Bucks mm-hmm. won it. Yeah. Two years in a row, it'll be the it'll be Tampa Bay hosting and there'll be the Rams hosting in in the new SoFi Stadium. That's that's fucking wild. It is to wild. have a super yeah. And then, like, Stafford, like, he is, you know, he's, in my opinion, he's one of the most, like, beat-up quarterbacks that has never given up. You know what I mean? Like, he got the shit beat out of him as a lion. So, for him to go to a team that, you know, three, four years ago had Super Bowl contentions because they went to the Super Bowl, like, four years ago, and they got blown the fuck out. I can't remember who the fuck they lost to. I think the Patriots, right? I can't remember. I'm pretty sure they lost to the Patriots. But anyways, like to be able to to pick up a team, come on to a team fresh after like Jared Goff was there for years and like did really good his first like year or two and it kind of fell to shit in the last couple of years. To come in from an organization that couldn't make it to the playoffs, and in my opinion, not on his fault. And go and take a team to you know your your conference final, like that's pretty fucking impressive. So yeah, I, I'm definitely hoping the Rams advance. That'd be fucking cool. I would love to see I, him win it. Oh uh, yeah, that'd be that'd be cool. Uh, they're not my favorite. Uh, I'm a Charger fan, but who, to see the Rams. Yeah, who's your team? Chargers. I like, I like the Chargers. So another thing about me, I don't go with like it'd be being from this area. It'd be like yeah, go with the Rams. They're the more popular team. Or um um. Uh, I like the Padres when you should be liking the Dodgers 
see around here. Like I kind of like to choose the 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 well, lesser. I mean, the Padres so. fit you better though, so I'm not understand that. Yeah, cool little <laughs> cool little vibe. So and, and Petco Park is beautiful. I love Petco Park. Yeah, yeah. My my team's not even it, so like I don't have a dog in the fight. Like Denver Broncos are my team, and honestly, I'm just happy that they won a Super Bowl within the last decade. Well, technically, we're in the new decade, so they haven't won a Super Bowl in this decade. But within the last 10 years, they've won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. My team got demolished a while ago. Yeah. The Jets? No, Raiders. No, he's a Raiders fan. I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been, Dude, we're I all, mean, we're all neither, divisional rivals. We're all not, divisional rivals. I mean, neither Las Vegas, but, you know. <laughs> Yo, we're all I, I, divisional I, rivals. I'll tell you what, Legion so, Stadium is pretty awesome, though. It's pretty neat. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking sick. Yeah. Dude, they so, spent like, a lot night, of money on that damn thing, though. <laughs> during the daytime, it's all fucking closed. I, I was just in Vegas, like, minor flex. I was in, like, a Wounded Warrior <laughs> hockey tournament recently. and that uh, was in no- Wasn't that in November? Whatever. We're pretending like it was recent. Um, anyways, like... <laughs> During the daytime, their fucking stadium's like all blacked out, like black glass around it. And then during the nighttime, they open up part of it. So when you're driving down the highway, on like the left-hand side, you can see the Vegas Strip, like the back side of it. And then on the right-hand side, you can see the Raiders Stadium. You can look into the field. Like it's fucking wild. That is like one of the most cool fucking stadiums. It was like... It's like four hundred and fifty dollars for nosebleed tickets or something like that. Yeah, or like, yeah, yeah. Fuck ridiculous. that! Like, we're you not know how much going. money they put into that stadium? They gotta make some money. They have to figure well, out. No, no, no. What it back. is 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 the tickets are sold out. The tickets yeah. are completely sold out, and then you have people selling them on like StubHub for okay. like that amount of money because people are gonna pay. So okay. it cost them one point nine billion dollars to build that. I could see it. I could see it, man. Like that that stadium's ridiculous. Just from like an outsider perspective. I can't That's even crazy. imagine what it looks like on the inside. Yeah. You know who got screwed is Oakland. Who do they have? They just have the A's left because I know the Golden yeah, State Warriors got nobody. They went from because Dude. the Warrior the Warriors played in Oakland. Oh shoot. Your light went out. Your light went out. Give me a second. Look like you've done- I've been I've been there, Paul. <laughs> at least your camera didn't go out my fucking camera went out last week oh he's back <laughs> is it motion activated or something uh no i had a little uh i oh, had a yeah, little ring light yeah a little ring light um but yeah uh yeah oakland had the the warriors were playing in oakland now they're in, in san francisco and and they just got the a's now i guess yeah yeah and and honestly like I know this would probably piss you off, but I didn't want Oakland to go to Vegas because, like, I'm a Vegas Knights fan, and, like, I would love to love a Vegas football team, but out of our division, because we've decided that this is our division, I fucking hate the Raiders the most. Like, like I would have accepted – not Denver. Like, Denver didn't need to move. They have too much historical background. But, like, I was hoping that, like, San Diego moved or someone else, like, completely adjacent from our division because it just – it didn't make sense to me for them to move Oakland. 
I'm still uh, bitter that the Chargers moved to LA. There's no reason it's all politics and money for them to move to LA. You moved to yeah, LA to be the stepchild of, of yeah, football. And they, they, they had a good spot in San Diego. Like it was, it was weird to beautiful. me. Like, yeah. Ugh. Okay. I feel like we, we talked about football <laughs> and, and I'm drunk at this point. So best um, time to talk about football. I mean, I, I guess so. So your predictions is going to be LA versus Chiefs. Yeah, with the Rams winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. You you think they can beat Patty Mahomes? Yeah, the Bills shown that the the Chiefs can be beat. Um, I do believe the Bills outplayed them. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Chiefs, yeah, no, hundred percent. Chiefs I think the, like squeaked in at the end. They got the overtime and they won the toss, which helped them win the game. But yeah, I I don't know. There's just something not, not right with the Chiefs this year. I don't see them on that dominant year. Um, but they do have Pat Mahomes, and I think Andy Reid, the coach of the the Chiefs, said something so cool uh, about Patrick Mahomes uh, t- uh, yesterday after the win. He said, "If you're going to be grim." be the re- the reaper or if it's going to be grim be the reaper referring to pat mahomes um being clutch as fuck and and, and winning or scoring that touchdown in with 13 seconds left uh so it was a pretty cool reference i i love that quote uh that he 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 put out there so yeah i don't know it's be good yeah definitely austin are you asleep over there what the fuck are you doing Talking to Spencer. Taking notes. Which Spencer? <laughs> Who do you think? Paul Spencer. He was asking me questions about clothing. Tell the motherfucker, wait, like, why? I did. Dude, you I are. Did. You, I said I'm busy on the podcast. Your you are obsessed with social media. If you are awake, I don't know if you noticed this, Paul. This motherfucker. I mean, it's not like my business is running off, off social media or anything. And heart something before he even reads it or watches it. This dude is so into the social media. I get I mean, Snapchats. It's not, like from... I, it's not like I have, you know, businesses to run on social media or anything. Hang on. No, no, no. I get Snapchats from his wife, and it's just Austin buried like this, like face down in the phone. Usually. That's that, that's Austin. All the time. He's run, running a business. No, no, no. He's fucking around. Don't let him fool you. No, that's, what you do on, that's what you do on social media. I fuck around, yeah. I like I the new. Uh, right. I like the new swag though, Austin. Yeah, the home of the brave. Yeah, oh, it's clean. And say so yours is in your PO box, Rob. Oh, it, it's here. Yeah. Oh shit! I need to go get it. I didn't know that. I would have. <laughs> I would have made chance get it for me today. He was at the fucking post office. Yeah, and then um, shout out uh, both companies actually, because you know you have the new Homer home of the brave. I said home are brave. Austin, you should just talk for both of us at this point. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, I have the... I have Two the hours of drinking whiskey, like, I weigh, like, a buck 60, maybe. Like, the whiskey's hitting hard at this point. Catches up. The world I'm talking to, I'm not recommending listening to this podcast at this point. I, I do. I recommend it so she can see the real you. Please don't. It's not worth <laughs> it. <laughs> Paul, yeah, did no, you I... see? Paul, did you Rob, see how much? Over there. I'm gonna mute you. 
Don't mute me. I gotta say one thing. You got muted. Yeah, I muted him. Now I can't talk. <laughs> nope, I'm back, bitch. <laughs> All right. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> I'm not muted. By the way, I can unmute the big... myself. I can kick him from the room and just to be me and Paul. <laughs> that, that would no be like is. a fifty percent cool show, seventy percent cool show, because Paul like would carry like seventy percent of it. We'll have two the All two right. ex well, the two quiet guys, the two producers go on a show, and then the two the the two. Uh, the, the, won't shut up. <laughs> yeah, the camera, Mike Horse, Spencer, and Rob they battle lost, it out. Maybe lost. Let's see who can outlast each other. I would lose to Spencer. He <laughs> he dominates his guests. Like he and Dan Spencer's way better looking. So that's fucked up. I think Spencer <laughs> is handsome, but I also think I am fucking handsome. Your ego is also like as big as a battleship. <laughs> all right austin please take over okay anyways like i was gonna say um yeah but no like i said we have this new home in the brave hoodie um and then me and rob are working on a all wounds are not visible shirt that's dope i like it what about the mountain Super ones talk about well, those two ones. yeah bro that's not important to you no because uh, it's not your company exactly you have to promote those ones it's your company <laughs> so my company saver six yeah it doesn't matter that does matter to me, at least, and to veteran suicide awareness, which Austin thinks is a joke, apparently. Only <laughs> so, you. Just I just think you're a joke. No, we're, we're working on like some opt outside, uh, op outside clothing, and we've and come up with a couple designs. And one of them we're gonna do is what did I say yesterday? Fuck, I already forgot. Chasing, Chasing sunset. sunset chasing sunsets and it's got like a sunset in the mountains and chasing then meat. other <laughs> that meat chasers you know who'd be buying that that would be meat chasers. Meat chasers. <laughs> meat chasers. <laughs> oh shit i'm gonna make you i'm gonna make you a hoodie paul that says meat chasers <laughs> lead meat chaser <laughs> the lead uh, meat um and then the other one what what was it Conquering your mountains. Conquering your mountain. Oh, I yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that one's gonna have like it's got like pine trees and it's got mountains and it's got an American flag in the background. So hopefully those will do well. We have some big plans for like 2022, and uh, yeah, Austin, continue to host because like I can't even read at this point. So, um, well, I mean, if there's any. any if there's not anything else you want to cover, Rob, I mean, we can get into ATI. I I think we should, unless Paul wants to, like, talk about anything, because I'm... Is there any more military stories you want to talk about, Rob? I mean, Paul? Uh, gosh, none that will not get okay. me fired. The question is, what is your funniest uh, military story that you can talk about? Oh, God. Um, I see you. Wrong side. Other side. Um, what are you doing, Rob? Uh, he's trying to play an alley. He's failing like, miserably, though. She's like rolling like, around back there. She's, a, she's failing miserably. She naps the whole time. She's a good dog. Ah, uh, debatable. She wakes up a lot and ruins 
parts of the podcast, but continue. Um, one okay, one of the stories is um we were in let's see, that was the Benfold. Gosh, we had to have been in Singapore on a three-day port visit. I got so hammered and so drunk. Um uh, people were carrying me around. I was I think it was one of the only times I blacked out. Um, and I don't remember the the whole day. And that was probably my biggest regret is is drinking way too much and forgetting uh where I was at. Isn't, but, isn't that the military, you know, in, in general though? Yeah, but I mean, how often are you in Singapore or, or what Hong else Kong? are you supposed to do when you're stuck on a ship? Well, once you get to port, you're in these beautiful places and you're just Singapore you're just, is fucking gorgeous too, by yeah. the way. Yeah. But I got so drunk, I, I came back to the ship and um we, we were in the same birthing, which is uh, where everyone sleeps. They call it birthing um, with the corpsman, which is the, the medics. Right, and yeah. uh, and uh, I'm just hating life. I, I need a bar f- to get get this alcohol out. And the corpsman's like, hey, man, come on. Come come back. Come to the, uh, the office. And I was like, okay, what's going on? He's like, I'm going to give you an IV. He gave me an IV, and I was, I was ready to go again. So oh, yeah. um, I, it was the first time that ever happened to me, but it was pretty cool. And um, it's just. It was. It's probably one of the my more PG thirteen stories that I have. <laughs> PG thirteen one. Yeah. <laughs> Hit us okay, with man. an R story. Um, I've I've heard about you like one story that sticks out in my brain that I remember that you've talked about a couple of the, a couple times is like going in the middle of the ocean and like getting as like a check off, but at a certain point you're like what the fuck am I doing? Like I'm in the middle of the ocean. Like I need to get back to the boat. So you should say that one. And then you should tell us a fuck up story. Uh, yeah. So what Rob's referring to is a swim call. Uh, you're in the middle of the ocean and they allow you to jump off the ship or you can kind of climb down the nets and you go into the middle of the ocean. And at the time when you're about a, a month out at sea, it's pretty cool to be doing something besides working or being on the ship, but you get in the ocean you're just kind of floating around and, and you're really buoyant um because of the salt water and but then you just realize you're in the middle of the fucking ocean and you're <laughs> stuck. yeah and it freaks you the fuck out and so once i'm ever worried about like animals coming up or like i've never you never seen so many dolphins blue whales uh yeah it's yeah yeah i worried yeah sharks um yeah I you th- all flashes in your mind when you realize you're in the middle of the ocean and if something ever happens like you're just gonna fucking die a slow death yeah, yeah just yeah so um the funny story was is I got so drunk uh my buddy helped had to help me pee I mean it was just he had to lift down my 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 stuff wait, and what wait yeah yeah wait he held it no, he. I guess he. No. he I, I don't. I don't remember the story. Oh no! Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was in a bed. I mean, and he was in the I, Navy. They're just playing with their meat, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. That, that's part of the training, right? He he oh, led me. He key. led me to the. He led me to the bathroom, and uh, he's like, "All right, man." Like he held me up, and I did my thing. But like, okay. From that's, from what he said, yeah. That's not it, as bad. It wasn't, yeah, it was, but still to have another grown man <laughs> lead you to the, the trowel, it's kind of interesting, so. Oh my God. <laughs> another crazy story, um, since we're on this topic, is um, <laughs> I was underage, and I was drinking, and um, we went to this, ho- this like, apartment party, and um, um, 
um, these, the real cops showed up. Well, my other buddies that were coming pretended to be MPs and they were going to escort us back to, and this is a true story. They were going to escort us back to the command, but in actuality, they were going to come party with us, but they were like, Oh, these guys with us, like they'll be in trouble. Like we'll take them back. Um, so, uh, we were staying at the same hotel and we're like, okay, we're going to, we, we got lucky. We're going to cash it in. We're heading back to the ship. All of a sudden we see like three or four, uh, cop cars come behind us. They pull us out. We pull over. We're in a rental car. They pull us over. They draw our guns out. We were stepping out of the vehicle one by one, like you would like as, as like a suspect mm-hmm. or a criminal. And we're like, dude, we're like, we're in the military. Like we're, we're going back to the ship. Like what the fuck's going on? Like what, what's, what's this, what's this, what's this about? And they're like, this car's reported stolen. And it's like, ah, like, dude, we're, we're, we're like, we thought we were in trouble from the shit that happened or like, mm-hmm. we didn't know what was going on. And it was, it was a big misunderstanding, but we ended up taking photos with the cops and it was, it was kind of something to laugh about, but it was at that time, like we, we were just counting our blessings that we got out of there. Safe and it was just like that kind of, yeah. Kind of that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Okay, man. Well, like I said, well, since, since Rouse getting pastured by Allie over there. <laughs> yeah, no, we should probably get into ATI. You jinxed us, Paul. She was sleeping. Now no, she's geez. wide the fuck awake and wants to rage. She's like right by my side right now. So, okay, well, we'll get into it. Um, the, the fir- Yep, there she goes. The first question is, would you rather be bald or beardless? Uh, I just recently did this beard, so I'll be beardless. Uh, being bald would be kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, I already can't have I... a beard. So, I mean, I'd rather be bald and then have a beard. Uh, you're yeah, always you in hats. You're always in hats too, Austin, right? Yeah, always. I, I'm ninety-nine percent yeah. of the time. Yeah, I do the hat. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, I would do. I would do bald before beardless. I look like I'm fucking like nineteen yeah, years old. Without a beard, it looks terrible. The beard is a thing. All right, next question, Austin. Keep reading them. You you can read one too. Motherfucker, well, I got a, a service dog that needs Whoa. my services. <laughs> All right, here we go. Would would you rather have someone? <laughs> oh my god. Oh fuck. <laughs> would you rather have someone bite your dick hard or kick you in the dick with a steel toe boot? They said bite your dick hard? Yeah. Bite it hard or kick you in the dick with a steel toe boot? Oh, kick me, I guess. I don't want the chance yeah, of like, yeah. <laughs> Austin's all about that that dick in the mouth of another. So like bite go me. ahead Austin. Yeah, you, you want someone to bite you, right? No, I was just I was I, I was just saying I saw I saw it on the on a Reddit post that that was a good would you rather. I mean it's good, but what are you going with? I mean, I think you'd recover faster if someone kicked you than bit you. A hundred percent. Like, <laughs> that's suicide. Like, well, what? I, mean, I, I think just because we've all been kicked in the balls or in the dick, we know right, we can oh, recover. Yeah. But yeah, I don't yeah. think many, I'm, I'm going to speak for myself. Maybe Rob's into <laughs> some weird shit. I've never been no, bitten. No, no, no. This is coming from the Navy yes. guy. Yeah. They had help pissing. So, he it was an assist. Weird shit. It was an assist. 
Okay, so okay. next one um, is would you rather never use a phone again or never use a computer again? Fuck. Conf- phones are computers. Yeah. Um, I mean, pretty much. I mean, but there's some things you can't do on the phone that you can only do on computer. I think the, the hippie part of me would be like, neither. I'd rather just be fucking disconnected as much as as cool as this would be. I, but I'd say computer. Phones are... Fuck, that's, that's hard. Uh, yeah. Can, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll stick with the phone, I guess. Same. Yeah. I, I'm doing phone. There's so many things you can do on the phone. Yeah. I, I, I mean, get that there's much, a lot of much more as, detailed things, but... Yeah, as much as I love my computer, I don't know if I could give up my phone. Live without the phone. I talked to Rob way phone. too much on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not taking phone calls and like texts and shit on your computer. I mean, so. you can. You can, <laughs> but your computer's not portable. Like, it's yeah. a laptop, if anything, if it's the smallest. Yeah. So, yeah. Th- again, that was a dumb question, Paul. Okay. So, not Paul. Fucking Austin. Next one's I'm just like for you, Rob. my people. Uh, am I reading? Yes. Oh, shit. Yeah, I can see why. Um, would you rather deep throw a cactus or teabag a bear trap? Oh, God. What the fuck, Austin? You fucking sick, possessed army fucking weirdos. <laughs> you, 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 much, you spent too much time <laughs> in a foxhole together. Uh, God damn. Deep throw a cactus, I guess. Or what, what was it? What did I say? Tea bag or bear trap? Bear trap. Jesus Christ. Oh, I already God. know my answer, but both are fucks. I mean, I'm going to go with deep throat and a cactus because you're yeah, going to lose your nuts if you do. Oh, 100%. Like, nah. I think I think that's unanimous, right? Like, we're all we're all turning like Navy, like Paul for a I mean, minute. Like, I know, and, and I know Rob side. likes deep throat and things. So. You can pull out splinters. I mean, Rob does have a pink dildo, so. Oh, my God. I do have a pink dildo. It's, it's for, like, fantasy football. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure it is, Rob. Fantasy football? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Austin uh, played in the dildo bowl this year. His team was fucking terrible. Uh, I know. I had a bad coach, though, so. Dildo bowl. Yeah, yeah. So, the way I run my fantasy league is the last place two teams have to play each other at the end oh. and that way people don't like just do nothing that last weekend of uh fantasy and whoever wins gets 50 bucks and whoever loses gets their name on a trophy it's got a big fucking black hand holding a fucking pink dildo and it's called the dildo bowl that's a winner yeah Awesome. So Rob- almost got awesome. his name on. Oh, oh, gotcha. I've never. I, I've won the championship three times in the last eight years, <laughs> and uh, I've never been to Dildo Bowl. I can barely speak English right now. Austin, continue, please. Okay. Would you rather have your computer wiped clean every night or your phone? Ooh. Uh, my computer because it's just kind of like a media port. There's nothing. My my phone is. I do it for. I use it for work and everything. So yeah, my computer's just everything. kind of like a computer's just like a hub. Yeah. Same, same. Yeah, it's all my shit's saved to the cloud. So that's good. 
So wait, what what are you doing, Austin? Because you're on your computer way more than both of us. I mean, if, I mean, it it depends. I mean, you got to give an answer though. I don't know. I, I probably go to the computer. There's way too many shit on my phone. Way too many photos okay. on my phone. I could still yeah. do what I do on my phone, but it'd be hard to do what I do just solely on the computer. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay. Um. Last one. Would you rather have your fingernails ripped off? Oh or my your God. Teeth ripped out. It's <laughs> fucking Spencer question here. Take my fingernails. They'll grow back. Or... Yeah. yeah. Same. Fuck my... Don't even mess with my mouth. I hate my... Yeah, no. Like that, that hurts like thinking about it. I was reading it as he was reading it. I was like, oh, fuck. Take my fucking yeah. fingernails. Yeah, I mean, at least, at least your fingernails... Are, it's going to suck, but at least they'll grow back. Yeah. What? Fuck what? that. I hate those Allie, questions. come here. Come here. Be on the podcast. I need my dog. <laughs> yeah, where, where's your dog? He's, just he's sleeping. He's he's a good what dog. Yeah, yeah Allie or not Allie, Austin's dog is getting involved with the podcast too. Yeah, let's wrap like this the... motherfucker up. And Paul, don't hang up when we're done because we got to get our our screenshot at the end. All right. So, uh, is there anything that you want to plug before I close this out, Paul? Uh, you guys, thank you for the opportunity. Um, well, I, I don't do the guest much. Um, I, I appreciate it. I, I never really spoke about some of that military stuff, so it was pretty cool. It was the first time I got to hear myself say it out loud, so it it, it brings up a lot of good memories. Um, I think now we, we can all relate. Being older, we can we can reflect on on that time we had and and uh, the relationships we made as 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 we served our country. So um, I, I'm proud of the service I have. I made I'm, I'm proud of the sacrifices I made um, to, to take that oath, especially when we see stuff like going on today. Um, so it, it, it makes me I'm proud to be American. Um, I love that flag. Red, white, even blue. though you're in California. Yeah, even though I'm in California. <laughs> but uh, uh, once again, thanks, you guys. Um, if you guys, any of your listeners want to check me out, I'm at the Alpha Instinct Um uh, yeah, if you, you want to get if you want to get hungry just by looking at his photos, um, <laughs> yeah, check check me out uh, at the Elf Instinct, and then um, like the guys are saying, I do uh, co-host the podcast, uh, Potty Mouth the Podcast. Uh, we have a great time, and uh, check us out. Thank you, guys. Yeah, bro. Like I said, it was great having you on, man. You know, I'm glad we could have you on and have you, you know, bullshit a little bit, you know, about your military and stuff because you don't get to do that enough. So. Yeah, no, 100%. Like like I said, and I might have said it on the podcast, so for the listeners, I apologize, but I know I said this in the green room. Setting up these podcasts and like actually doing them is a little bit laboring and challenging. And sometimes like I personally just don't want to do them, but we are lucky, as Allie winds in the background, that we have like, amazing guests that come on that make the podcast complete and recently there's been a handful of times where we have had a guest that we were lined up with and i was like fuck i just don't want to do the podcast this week but i know like people want to hear people's stories like we want to get them on and like let's just let's go and get it done 
And then like in the middle of the podcast, I'm enjoying it. And then at the end of the podcast, I'm like, fuck yeah, that was a really good episode. Would you, Paul, and even with, with Spencer, like, um, you know, I have a lot of respect um, for you guys. Like I said on Spencer's podcast, and I'll say it to you, you know, you guys were in my life during like the pandemic and shit. And when I felt like I was alone, I wasn't alone because I could listen to you guys weekly and you guys actually would DM back and forth with me. So, and then the fact that you were a vet, like I've always respected that. So I was super stoked to basically do this podcast today. Like, so, and you said that you were going to have a boring story. And in my opinion, you did not. Like, I, I feel like you got to like tell more of your stories. So thank you for coming on. Appreciate it, guys. Yeah, that's all I got. Austin, you got anything? Otherwise, I'm going to wrap this bitch up yeah. so Alex can go pee. Yeah, go ahead and close that so we can take care of our doggies. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the Fight Like Hell podcast, episode 47, I think it was. And yes. uh, if you guys are listening on Spotify, do us a favor because they actually actually just recently added this. You can actually rate podcasts, just so you know, too, Paul. Yeah, you um, leave reviews on podcasts now. I know yep. Yep. It just it literally started like a week or two ago. Um, so yeah, throw us throw us what you think and feedback. DM us. Uh, leave Potty Mouth call. a one star. No. No, no, no. Potty Mouth is fucking great. Definitely go check out Paul's podcast or half of his podcast. Well, no, let's Paul's be podcast. Honest. 70% of Paul's podcast. Let's be honest. Spencer's the face, kind of like I'm the face of this podcast. Um, thank you for everyone that's listened to us through 2021 and into 2022. We love you and peace. Oh, my God.